This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Ephraim Menchaca. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. We are, this week we are covering uh, the Council of Elrond. This is actually part two uh, of the, the Council of Elrond. We, uh, last week, we kind of stopped right before the, uh, right before Gandalf was telling his story, yep. I think, right? Yep. And so we're diving right back in there uh, this week. And chapter's so nice, we had to talk about it twice. Hey. Right? <laughs> oh, there just he is. so much. There's just so much that happens Oh, here. there you are, Lane. So much. I'm back, guys. I see I'm you. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. We the, got a little tired last week at the end know, of the episode. If I can just be totally transparent with you guys, which I think we're way beyond that point, aren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're way beyond mm-hmm. that. A wall of black darkness of fatigue hit me, in, in, like right as we were going on to that last week, last week's episode, and I, I couldn't. I Ezra strapped me on his back once again and, and took me with him because I just couldn't. Dude, I, thought, I don't know, man. I think it was just the the, the week leading up to recording yeah. that episode had been a long one. I was fired up. I almost spent all my energy a little too early. Yeah, and I didn't have a whole lot left. So I, I, I did my best, but. Um, that's all one can ask, right? Well, you know, there's uh, a lot of history too, and I don't always get turned on. But I'm yeah, trying to. I'm learning to get turned on to the history and uh, yeah. some of the, you know, the telling of all these ancient tales. With, I mean, I think you guys can agree, crazy names and 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 confusing places and everything. And and um, but well, I'm usually more fired up about the episodes where there's a lot of we're in the moment. There's there's character development with the characters right in front of us. Yeah. But, I mean, dude. Here, yeah. I was doing a little more like digging last night on my phone as we when we ended the episode, <laughs> and uh, you know you have characters who are renamed, swords and weapons yeah. that are renamed, yeah. cities that are renamed, yeah. and so they went by one name and then they're renamed again. Right. And we're gonna dive into that in our Hobbit's Guide on Patreon. Yeah, but uh, it's man, it is a and, lot, and it's a lot of that stuff that you pick up. You pick up from the films, right? And yeah. you've read through in the books, obviously, but it's just it's all thrown to you within three or four pages yeah, yeah and it's like oh my gosh to break it down to talk about it i just get a little overwhelmed Dude, sometime, you know, but you know i think happened to you uh like last night it was sort of like what happened to gloin and his people man oh absolutely like this this darkness that just sort of and like, i felt i felt like what what decision do i make yeah what path do i take where my brothers over there across the table in ezra land yeah what, what are, are they doing <laughs> what are they doing? my 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 uppers brothers and sisters that are out out in the world what are they thinking are they cut off yeah. Are they cut off from the light, or are they have they turned to the darkness of Sauron? <laughs> yeah, I mean, once again, this book just parallels what's going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah it's, it's a wild thing, man. All right, well, hey, uh, quick counsel. I mean, basically for us today, we've been together since, you know, we recorded the last episode. Yeah. I know it was a week for you guys, but we had to record a little early. That's right. That's um, right. And so, so we, uh, we, we were going to record last night. We had the ambition of doing three chapters or three episodes, I guess, right back to back to back, and man, we just than, realized, yeah, less than twelve hours, and yeah. we were like, "That's just not really even feasible." <laughs> and then we were talking too, we're like, "We want to give you guys our best," right? And I don't know if, like, after after hour six, that we would be really at our best to yeah. to talk about what's going on in a chapter, and then I don't know that we would truly enjoy that. You know what I mean? No, that's a, that's yeah. a long time. So we decided to do the one last night, part one of the council, and then uh, 
you know, that following day yeah. today do part two. So, well, we got yeah. a chance in, uh, since we were together, we got to go see your, your sister, spend some time with yep. Winnie, uh, Darrell, yep. shout out to him. Yep. You guys played a little Fortnite. My, I almost didn't guys. I, he I, almost didn't get here. Guys. I was playing Fortnite for a while. I almost didn't. I was like, <laughs> you're going to have to play run this Fortnite without me for a Fortnite. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that was good. Like that's, and that's something too. Like, and I felt kind of weird this morning. I don't know if I was just uh, tired or sick or I, I was not myself though. Yeah, you weren't. Um, I, I felt bad. So. And uh, no, but it, it was, it was sometimes that just those things just kind of hit you. Right. And it's, it's not because of any one thing. It's just, we, you know, we have swings like everybody else. And, and, uh, yeah. so, but it was nice to just spend. And I also like, sometimes we're always podcasting. I like just spending time with you. Same. You yeah. know, just, just hanging out, eating dinner. Or I like spending time with me too. Playing with Winnie. So. <laughs> You're a fun person to spend time with. <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, right. if I can be Frank. Yes, you can be. So as long as you can still be Ezra. I'll be Ezra. Um, <laughs> you can call so, me dad. <laughs> okay, dad. Um, Frank. Yeah, right. That's funny. <laughs> My dad's name is Frank, so that's funny. Right, right. Sorry, I just got That it. was the joke. There it is. Um, okay, uh, some other quick updates on in our quick council here. Um, the BBWT, yep, hashtag BBWT, yep. Billy Boyd World Tour is underway, and we are sending, I think the first place we're going to send uh, Billy is international. A little yep. surprised. Don't want to say anything that's other right. than that. Uh, it's going international, and then it will come back to us, and then we will send it on. Uh, to, to someone else. Yeah, so, it's very exciting. But uh, yeah, we're excited for that. So um, also be- become an elf today. Go on over there, sign up, uh, join our, our, our patreon.com yeah. forward slash of talking token. And uh, you can grab a t-shirt and uh, you know, we'll, we'll send you a swag bag. Plus we've got some histories of middle earth uh, coming up that we want to yeah. check out. So yeah. that we want to want you guys to, to hear and, and enjoy. So. And we just recorded appendices last night as well. So there's, there's a new we one did. coming and we did. Yep. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff on the uh, the old Patreon for you. Yeah. Uh, now into dropping eaves, my friend. Yeah. So uh, obviously, you know, we're recording this in the past. So uh, maybe something is broken in in the meantime that we've talked. But that that article from uh, Jennifer Salk, I think, or that interview with her was really, really enlightening in terms of mm-hmm. the Amazon TV show. Learning that hey, even though they've we've known for a while that Amazon has acquired the rights, that they've just recently closed this deal. Um, so while they have probably a lot of stuff lined up. They maybe haven't been able to say anything about it and reveal that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah. and a lot of times pre-production is like that anyway. We always want to hear all these, you know, bits of news and everything and they always end up having to be rumors or most of the time end up being rumors anyway that get changed. Yeah. Which leads me to my next point. Um, we had uh, Kat Delby who's um, uh, an upper that um, has recently uh, joined our fellowship and she was doing some spying for us. Uh, was uh, sent us some messages about... Um, well, this I was really excited about this one as she sent this to us on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Um, she had seen a retweet that Lin-Manuel Miranda was confirmed for Lord of the Rings. And at first yeah. glance, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to look into it. I started seeing if there were some um, you know, articles. I figured he's a pretty high profile guy. There's got to be some news articles about this big, big time show, you know, and, uh, and him being on there and nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I was like, wow, maybe this is just really exclusive to that one source, okay, which was the one ring.net. Right. So I go and scour their website and, and look on there. Nothing. So they retweeted a Lynn Manuel Miranda tweet because he mentioned Lumbus bread. So I'm done. <clears throat> and, and they framed it with welcome, confirmed for the Aragorn TV show, Amazon TV show. Lynn manuel Miranda. Let me ask you a question. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, yeah, ask me. 
Is there not like a responsibility? Do they not have? I, mean, I was just about to get into that. I love a good joke as much as anyone. Come on, me too. I love playing around. But guys, this is getting kind of serious here. All right. This is the Amazon TV show. We're all waiting with, with bated breath to see what's going to happen with this TV show. We have a lot of hope. Yeah, I'll right? just say it. Our, our uppers don't like being toyed with like no, that. No, no. You know, this is an unexpected podcast. Right. And, and we're here to stay, man. Yeah. You know? We're expected. We yes. expect certain things in the unexpected podcast. Yeah. Okay. You're only and, gonna get, you're gonna get the truth here. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna. So anyway, I thank you so much, Kat, for sharing that. We really appreciate you thinking about us and having your eyes out, and all you guys that have shared stuff about uh, rumors about the show and everything. Um, and, you know, I was because I was really excited about that because I thought, like, hold on a second, is he gonna act or is he gonna do the music or is he gonna do both? Because. I, I have not. I'm Johnny. Come lately to the bus. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen Hamilton or anything. I haven't listened yeah, to the soundtrack. Okay. But um, I can't get through Moana because I'm I'm like brought to tears every single time I watch it. Yeah. And a huge part of that is because of the music. Yeah. And he was involved heavily in not just writing of the songs, but com- like composition. He's an amazing composer too. And I thought, hold on, dude. If he was composing the television show's score. I mean, he could get Howard Shore esque and take it to a different, another level that yeah. we've never, different, another level that we've never had before, and just a different perspective. And so I was kind of sure. when I heard that that was just a little joke, I was sort of deflated and, and um, disappointed. So yeah. again, thank you for that little nugget, Kat. Well, I'm, um, just so you, everyone knows, um, leave it to Ez here. I'm going to reach out to the One Ring <laughs> dot whatever file a grievance, okay? And I will have words with them on our behalf, all of our behalves. Okay. See, and it's really sad to me because, like, you know, when the movies were coming out and everything way back in early 2000s, I remember being a little seventh, eighth, ninth grader getting on the OneRing.net and check and like daily. I, I actually still, as to this day, will sometimes type in the OneRing.net without realizing, like mm-hmm. when I'm bored, yeah. I'll type in and be like, whoa, I didn't even realize I, it was muscle memory yeah. typing in that website. Yeah. And so, I get it. I get it. They're they're you know they're trying to make news where there is no news and be funny, but it's disappointing. That's all. So no other news um, other than you know that uh, th- well we're going to be getting more announcements here. I think sure. once now, now that this deal is confirmed and closed and all that, we're going to get more announcements. It, it'll probably come pretty quickly. Yep. And uh, again, nothing on the Tolkien biopic. No release date yet. As and I are, are are still waiting patiently, and we can't wait to see that. That's going to be an amazing journey into. The, the man who created this world that we love so much. That's right. So um, we do have some uh, other corners of Middle Earth to get into. So yeah. some of your um, amazing contributions to our Facebook spaces, face well, spaces. And we did this last week. Uh, you know, we thought the discussion on the group was, was really good. And so uh, it, it kind of relates to this chapter. And we thought we would take it and, and, and talk about it. Yeah. So a couple of different things here that don't actually relate to the chapter, but are kind of <laughs> funny, but they're from the group. Um, we've got... Um, uh, someone mentioned a metal band. Yeah, Sawyer right? um, Wickersham. Yeah, yeah, just like a, a Middle Earth inspired metal band. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And, and put a link down there. So uh, I thought that was pretty neat. And so I actually, I don't listen. And apparently, there's ton, there's a huge genre of this. There are a lot of metal uh, uh, bands that like are big time Tolkien fans that work that into their um, their music. Yeah, which I don't. I'm not huge into metal or whatever, but I I would. Absolutely, I love all music, so it'd be cool to to get into some of those bands that everyone was talking about and sharing. And also, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin, huge uh, Tolkien fans, and I actually, uh, you know, played a couple songs for Ezra last night, and he just he wasn't really down with the sickness. So no, I wasn't. <coughs> uh, Sorry. So you guys know who to email about. You know, if you want to rip him for not being a Led Zeppelin fan. 
Uh, but anyway. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what else we got? We got uh, uh, Calais coming in. He's, he wrote a little piece. Amazing upper. Love him. He's always so creative. Some of his... Uh, some of his locations, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna butcher. I'm just gonna say up front, it, it looks like elvish to me. Okay. Um, so, in a house on the hill, there lives a man, but this isn't just any hill. It is the best hill in all of Stavnasetan. Great. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's terrible. The house is made of wood and painted in a beautiful red color. When he travels amongst queer folk, he often uses the name Mister Overhill. The house is just by the open sea, and he often sits there looking out into the horizon wondering what is out there he has heard of a place far far away and often thinks hmm i should go there on an adventure sometime just a short walk from the house there is a wonderful lake where he goes for a refreshing swim even in the winter as long as the ice isn't too thick often followed by a heartwarming sauna oh wow yeah it's difficult to think of something nicer than a sauna sitting there listening to the burning fire in the evening the deer uh come to visit and eat all his crops even if he gets a little angry in the end, he thinks, well, that's just the way of things. The blackbird has been visiting for many years, going around the yard, picking food from the ground. This year, they managed to get some offspring that have been following around, learning from mom and dad. There is much more to tell, but now it is time for a cup of tea with a very old friend. Calais, I lo- dude. So cool. I love it. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing this is you, right? This mm-hmm. is Tolkien. Uh, speaking through you. I don't know if you're possessed for a minute by the spirit of Tolkien and mm-hmm. writing about yourself, but man, I tell you what, your corner of, of Middle Earth sounds like a beautiful place. Yeah. Think maybe we need to come visit you and have a have a dip in the frozen water. Ezra loves the cold. I love the cold. I love refreshing, you know, uh, dunk in some ice water and then hit the sauna up with you, man. I mean, if it's an invitation, we accept. <laughs> yes. We and do. we'll see you soon we'll kind of a soon. thing, okay? <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. It was beautiful. Loved it. So awesome. Fun to read, too. Yeah. Uh, now, just a couple quick ones here. Um, Aaron actually says, can I just say, I love this group. And I think we'd like to say back to her, yeah. yes. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no can problem. Can we say, we love uppers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we can. We love this group, too. It's a <clears throat> it's just such a positive place, man. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I think we actually mentioned this. Uh, so I'll, I'll skip past this one. But, yeah, last uh, week, but Jim, yeah. we mentioned last week, I had worked on uh, a map where he's kind of like putting people's uh, information in there so we can kind of see where everybody is yeah. at uh, really cool thing so um, you know you can go check that out with Jim's your, Google your map. city your, your country name yep. all that good stuff and that's so. on the group right it's on the group. Yep. yeah okay okay yep. so uh, and now you know my good friend um, Lane Lane Smith I don't know if you've you've heard of him guys he uh, uh, he, like he got into the group and and he I don't know <laughs> who, who, who approved who, that who let him <laughs> in it's ridiculous what Who's a, the admin for uh, that? Wow. Good Lord. Um, but just kind of said, you know, you know, wow, some amazing conversations being had here. Very yeah. fitting considering um, we've only, you know, we find ourselves in Rivendell and in, in council. Um, so we want to kind of get applicable, right? We yep. want to use, um, we want to look at the ring a little bit more. We want to, you know, what is the ring to you is the question. Yeah. Uh, and so what did you think about that? Well, you you kind of, the instructions are to go broad, go narrow. Yeah. Deep, I just want to see, it was inspired by that conversation we had, um, uh, last week. Yeah. Right. Uh, where, who, who posted that? About, uh, about it right the, here. um, the powers of the ring. Uh, I think it was Luca. Uh, Luca and then Jessica responded. Yes. Thank you. And, okay. And had all. So there was that conversation. I was like, man, this is such a good, I was like, 
you know, felt very inspired by that and all, all the conversations we had. And I just thought, you know, so kind of to, to, to branch off that, what is the ring? Like, yeah. you know, is, is it as simple as, as we see just this, this token of the enemy that, um, you know, corrupts totally or, you know, how does it apply to you? Like if, if the ring was something metaphorical in your life, what would the ring be? And so I have something I've thought of. I told you to think of something too. So I'm guessing you, I'm guessing ours are probably gonna be pretty similar. Cause I, I actually told you mine and you were like, eh, amen, amen. Preach it, baby. Come on. <laughs> but we had some, we had some responses that were amazing. Michael Van Ness says the representation of an idol or an addiction. And that's actually what uh, Andy Serkis would, would totally agree with. Yeah. Uh, he, he saw Gollum as an addict. Yeah. He saw him as someone who needed his fix. The ring was his fix and he was in withdrawal. Yeah. And so I, I, that's a beautiful, um, a, a beautiful comparison. But I'm not sure that he meant it to be a metaphor, a representative of something. I imagine that he was trying to have it represent a concept rather than something specific. I agree totally. I think it was, it was broad intentionally so that the ring could apply. You, know, you believe yeah. in applicability to something in your life too. Yeah. Um, Jim SP said, yeah, uh, if I recall correctly, uh, he even said that it wasn't meant to be an allegory since he hates allegories, which he does, but it was still a manifestation of a common human experience. I would guess addiction for most of us. So, um, and then Michael went and said also maybe, uh, power and control. Those things have a lot to do with addiction and can be very addicting themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they bring up the ring of Gyges, which, um, is uh, an ancient myth that uh, Tolkien kind of derived some inspiration from, which I had never heard of. That was, that was new to me. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, Jim, you know, says I agree. And, and um, talking about the corruption of absolute power, Michael was talking about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Jory Webb said, to me, the ring has always represented a physical manifestation manifestation of temptation and mine goes along with that mm -hmm. uh, almost exactly remember uh this is only movie talk because this is my first read through well jory yeah thank you for joining us that Absolutely. we love hearing that that is so we actually talked about that last night didn't yeah. we jory's a good guy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because this is my first uh read through so he's talking about the lens of the movie which yep but the way everyone is tempted by its power is the catalyst for my theory it reminds me a bit of hua and thor um, Mjolnir, um, yeah, I can never say it either. Um, Mjolnir, Mjolnir, whatever it's called, yeah. it's it's his hammer. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, and it's Thor in a way, but different. Uh, you don't have to be worthy of the ring to possess it because no one is worthy of that power, but you do have to be a worthy person to bear it and then have the strength to part with it. Just my thoughts. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, Alex McGee said, I like looking at the ring as simply power, which corrupts absolutely and is a running theme elsewhere in the books. For example, Frodo wishes the ring had never come to him, to me, and I think Gandalf. That's what qualifies him as the ring bearer. Aragorn doesn't really want the throne of Gondor, and to me, that's why he's destined to be the king in the first place. Yeah, and he's a very, like like we said uh, last chapter, you know, he... And that, that's really pronounced in the films. Mm -hmm. But even in the books, he says, you know, we rangers are happy to to defend to defend these lands and keep them free yeah and to be spited yeah you know that that's fine with us we don't that's that's cool but if i sure. need to be king if this is the time for it and i believe it is i'll step up and do that yeah sure um it wasn't random that he just so happened to be uh one of the more humble and reluctant leaders in the book speaking of aragorn faramir lets the ring go where his brother and father lusted after it and the throne of gondor and we know how that turns out for each of them those who seek out and hold positions of power over others don't do so well over the course or 
course of the trilogy, even including good guys like Theoden, King Dane II, and King Brand, whereas those who refuse power altogether or take it humbly and reluctantly are, awar- are rewarded. Wow. So yeah. some really good stuff. You want to read Callie's? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, when I first saw this post, I started to think about the, you know, the du- duality of things, mm-hmm. you know, up, down, left, right, good, evil. Does the ring represent only evil or also good? Um, you know, or also all things. All things. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there, co- there can't only be good because then it, um, then it's, you know, loses its its meaning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Is meaningless without? Oh, up is meaningless without down. Yeah. Uh, you can't have a one-sided ring. There is the inside. And the oh my outside. gosh! Wow, dude, Callie's getting deep dude, he's here. Going, he's Holy cow! Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like you can't dive into a cold, you know, lake without not having, having a that sauna. sauna. That's <laughs> right, man. Yin and yang. Um, so, since nothing has, you know, has an intrinsic meaning, uh, we create meaning in everything. Wow. Uh, whatever meanings and properties we create, the ring only brings that forth uh, in the one that bears it, and in all who observe it doesn't create anything since it is already there the ring amplifies Mm. from the films how did Boromir react to the ring was it bad good or both well all or none of the answers are correct there isn't an intrinsic or uh, correct answer the meaning and answer is created by each and everyone we can't really separate anything from anything else Uh, it's all connected the ring is a represent uh, representation a connection point of all things in Middle Earth. The ring joins all of Middle Earth and whatever separation there is, is a manifestation of individual thoughts. <laughs> okay, I'll go to sleep now. That's what he finished. Kelly, you got a couch I could lay on and you could just kind of solve my problems. I mean, that was, wow. Right. You should go, actually, if a you go find the thread, I would read that again uh, if, if, if you're listening and go check it out because yeah. uh, it goes a little deeper than, than you know. Uh, I think we realized. Wow. Um, Isabel uh, beholds. uh, I feel like the ring is that idea of never having enough. It's the want of more. Totally agree. The ultimate greed, the more of, or the, the want of more power to do things no one else has, etc. It's why other people always want it. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Matt Smizer also says, I always saw it as a quiet temptation. It hid away for hundreds of years, ever vigilant for just the right situation to come along. Certain temptations can come the same way from the shadows. One minute, everything is business as usual, but then the smallest of things, like a tiny ring, can latch on and drag you under, losing control to your passions and acting out of order. It's not in your face, but always in the background. And so for me, too, it kind of piggybacks off that as well. Temptation, and also a word that we don't really use a lot anymore in society is like sin. Right. Mm, So it's always for me, it's always symbolized um, a sin, something, something uh, uh, bad that uh, in just the process of of putting that ring on. Right. You're called, you're tempted. It's something you want to do, even though you've been told by the very wise it's wrong that you feel in your heart you shouldn't do. But in that right in that moment leading up to it, it's all you can think about. and You become consumed with it. You put it on. Usually nothing good happens of it. You take it off. And you feel terrible. Hmm. For me, it's more of a it, it's, and this is I'm not I'm not summing up the ring. I'm just telling you uh, an identification I have to that process. It's yeah. it's it is more of a process to me. It's like it's like that 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 ring represents a bad choice, a bad decision, um, 
you know, we've had this debate, can it be used for good, right? I don't know. Can it be used for a temporary good and then eventually evil? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> give me what you got. You're thinking well, over there. I like I, it. I'm thinking hard. And, and, uh, and, and Calais, like his, his response, his, his thoughts here, actually, when mm. I think someone mentioned at some point that, um, that Sauron, you know, did yeah. not, and even, and even Melkor did not start off right. evil. Right. You know, was it Elrond that talked about that? I, I don't, or was it in the group? Was it? In the, might have been. The, I can't. Remember. I can't remember. But I just the, the idea that their intentions yeah. might not have weren't been to be evil. You know, evil, right? right? And right. so when you look at you know in our our uh, the faith in which we we, we grew up in, um, you know, Lucifer and, mm-hmm. and his his fall, right. right? You know, from grace, right? Just being uh, once being you know the 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 greatest. And above all other, you know, angels in heaven, right? And then kind of wanted to be like God. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. I don't know. It, it it's to me. Which hey, isn't that what? Isn't that worse? I mean, it's not that that intention isn't a bad intention. No. I mean, wanting to be like God, and then that turning into wanting to be God. Yeah, we almost, we're gonna get too whoa, deep. dude. Okay, we're, we're gonna get too deep because but it's, it's interesting because it ties into Tolkien. Tolkien was a Catholic, right? And he said, you know, it's it's this isn't. This isn't a, a this isn't a religious work, but that's that was his lens. That's where he came from, and stuff that was in him came out in his works. Yeah, and I just, that's just kind of interesting too. I, I keep thinking that like, the idea is, is that it could be, um, and the, the way in which it's this. connected, right? The way in which it could be <laughs> yeah. all different things, right? It, it yeah. depends on your perspective. I mean, you also look at the intent. Yeah. The, the intent of it was it was created to, you know. Um, control the other rings yeah you know and it's it's meant for to to kind of dominate or and for for dominion and to right? bind yeah, yeah. And, and, and and to bind so you know i mean you, you get into these conversations as, as to is is that a good thing do we need something over someone over you know a good overlord mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. you know over these things mm-hmm. you know um Ooh. you know what i'm saying like like, wow. like like do we let you know men be free and 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 do what they're going to do or do we need to have some supreme power ruling over them type of situation wow. sorry get a little dark wow. side here on the, on the, no on because the i mean like you're saying it's all about perspective so i mean w- yeah what is what is good what is evil it depends on who you ask doesn't it yeah yeah it really does if, if an orc's having a good time but i think i think one of the things though when because you, you look at the, the effects that it's had and people talk about its effect on boromir and, and others yeah. and stuff that that desire I think in our society, in our world, in our mythologies and stuff, to have control and dominion over mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and things there, it, although it may start with those good intentions, mm-hmm. it in of itself is this, it comes from this uh, place of evil, mm-hmm. you know, or that it, it just, it, it's not something that we mortals can really, you know, control and grasp and not yeah. let it consume us. And, and take us to a place that we don't want to go. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I do. I absolutely. It isn't amazing too how it's a physical object that causes like internal deterioration. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like so amazing to yeah. think about. Like it, it, is, to- it is a physical object that gets in your head and gets in your soul. Yeah. And doesn't let go. Yeah. And it might be fast and it might work slowly, but eventually it will bend you to its will. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, we could spend a lot of yeah, time we on could. the ring, and, and it's worthy of 
of spending it is. that amount of time on it because it's, and it's kind of lesson. funny. I mean, you don't really, I guess maybe because we're confronted with it, right. In mm-hmm. this chapter, but there hasn't really been that opportunity to talk about it in that we just, you know, yeah. it's, it's evil. It's bad. It came from a, you know, a bad guy and got to get rid of it kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and so it's interesting to talk about in more depth. Yeah. Which we'll do in the future. We'll, oh, we'll continue yeah. to do because oh, yeah. I hadn't read all these comments yet and they're really starting to kind of get to me a little bit. So don't get, um, as don't be consumed. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I don't want you to turn into a, a, a golem type creature. Next yeah. time I see you. Um, now I'm going here. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give us a little bit, a little bit of recap from last chapter. Yep. <clears throat> and we'll have uh, Lane kind of look ahead uh, and see if we can streamline some of Gandalf's story here going forward. Not that you really can, but. And it's tough because it's, it's in the way there's so much good stuff. Yeah. So much meat in between these potatoes here. Yeah. Yeah. So let me uh, recap us from last week. Basically, we talked about, you know, who was at the council. We went over the roll call, uh, Gloin's story and the shadow that fell over, you know, their hearts and, and this um, longing for ancient treasures and the messenger who came to Gloin. Uh, we talked about Elrond's story, you know, and his, you know, basically realizing that he, he um, you know, his story, his memory reaches back to the first age uh, and that he was there. Uh, his great trial was was the battle the, the war, the, the, the ring of power, right, mm-hmm. versus Sauron. Mm-hmm. In the second age, uh, he talks about uh, Gilgalad, Elendil, uh, uh, um, the sword, you know, Narsal, uh, the spear, Iglas, um, right? Getting better at these Sounds names. Sounds really good, actually. Getting better at these names. Um, and so we went over those different uh, characters and, and what happened and how they destroyed, um, destroyed, air quote, um, Sauron, right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked about uh, the kingdoms, Arnor, you know, and Gondor, and, and what happened to them in the aftermath of those yeah, wars. Yeah, the long-term effect of yeah. those. Yeah. What kind of became of men, really. Yeah. He was kind of and, and then how it came into, uh, like, the two men at the council. That, exactly, that exactly. Who you, we, we have Boromir, you know, and, and Aragorn, yep. right, talking and, yep. and sharing what's happening. So, yeah. so, yeah, and that leads us right into there's still more, um, and I think we're going to we, we dive right into... Um, we have Gandalf telling his story. Um, he's interrupted. This is the summary for this week. He's, he tells, basically fills in the, some of these gaps, uh, explains what has happened to him. Yeah, where um, he's been. Right. Tells the story of, well, the ring bearers told their stories, which was from last yep. week. Um, and so he kind of has, uh, Frodo wants to know more from him as to where he's been, what's been going on. Um, he's interrupted by Legolas a couple of times, mm-hmm. uh, so he can tell his story. Gandalf continues, talks about Saruman's betrayal, mm-hmm. uh, and they have a nice little discussion about Tom Bombadil, yeah. and then a discussion about what do we do what with do. the ring. Right, and we haven't really figured anything out. We're just right. you know, talking in circles here, <laughs> yeah. which is what a ring will have you do, right? Exactly. It is. It does go round and around, and there's no end to it. But yeah, yeah um, we actually have most of, the, most of this chapter ahead of us. Um, you know, I mean, like we split it and, and we were trying to debate to figure out where we should split this chapter. So hopefully, it, hopefully, um, you know, it, it was a, a good decision where we cut it in half. But we thought, you know, we'll deal with with the past first and then we'll move on to filling in what happened with, you know, our great wizard and where he was and everything he had to deal with. And then that'll lead us to the, the end of the chapter where they decide what to do now in the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of opens with Galdor, right? And, and Galdor yeah. of the Havens is saying, okay, so, you know, we've, we've heard these accounts and all this stuff, but, um, you know, we know about this Saruman, right? Saruman, who is, is wise 
in uh, in ring lore. Why don't we ask him if this is if he can confirm right that this is indeed the one ring? Yes. So what he asked for that I think um, Galdor asked several questions, and when Gandalf goes to tell his story, he answers one, mm-hmm. and then he, he will, like it'll seem like we forgot the other question, and then he'll bring it back and say, "Now to Galdor's uh, second question." It's like, <laughs> what was his second question? I have yeah, no idea. Right, right. Please recap it for me. Um, so he says, what are the proofs? Yeah. He wants proof that this lesser ring that mm-hmm. is sought by, you know, that, that the messenger who went to Gloin and, and to Dane and his people, you know, if it's such a lesser trinket, why do we believe that this is, Frodo's holding out now the ring of power, yeah. you know, Sildor's bane. Right. And how do we know? What are the proofs to yeah. the wise he's asking that? And then he also says, what of Saruman? You know, as you said, why is he not here? Right. You know, where, where's he at? Um, and so those are the questions that Gandalf, who is his story is held to air quote again last <laughs> yeah he's interrupted and there's a lot of different other things right. that, that are talked about in, in between here but he has a story to tell um and, and so he kind of dives into that and he says um you know that some you know would think the tidings of gloin and the pursuit of frodo proof enough that the halfling's sure. trove is a thing of great worth to the enemy yeah. yet it is a ring what then um and so i think right there he's trying to say already we know this is something significant. Yeah. You know, who it's drawn out. Right. Exactly. Right. Look, who, look who's pursuing it. Right. The nine, the Nazgul are out after this, you yep. know, ring. It's got to be bigger than what, what we're being told by the enemy. Yep. You know, so. Um, and then talks about the, you know, if, if it were one of the other rings, if it was a lesser ring, then, you know, we know that the nine belong to the Nazgul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seven that belong to the dwarves are taken or destroyed. And this glowing stirred, but did not speak. So even isn't it interesting? Even just mentioning that there's there's pain with the dwarves. Yeah, right. Yes. There's there's pain there. That it's it's different from all the other individuals um, who received rings. All the other races that received rings. Just right. it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, worth note of. Um, and then the three we know of. Okay, speaking of the elven rings. What this? Uh, what then is this one that he desires so much? So much to pursue a little hobbit. To yeah. bring his his Nazgul out of the shadows and yeah, yep, yep, exactly. Now <clears throat> after he goes over those rings, um, he starts to, he starts his story back um, with the necromancer. Yeah, you know, and 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 Dol Guldur, Yeah, right. Which is crazy, cool connection for us. And and we talked. I mean, Lane and I were talking off the podcast about how you know uh, Peter Jackson basically. You know, wanted to include some of this. Yeah. Neat, you know, this is the this is the tie-in. Gandalf is talking about the White Council driving out the Necromancer yep. and what they really found out there. Um, yeah. You know, at at Dogodor. Yeah, and so, also also it ties into. Um, he goes on to talk about it. it ties on to Saram, Saruman and how Saruman was kind of uh, always sort of like poo-pooing this idea that yeah. that Sauron was alive and well, that Sauron yes. was planning, that Sauron was massing forces, that there was a dark evil again. Uh, present in Mordor and it, it's just interesting how these two it, you know it goes back to that necromancer it goes back to uh, the White Council and then you can almost kind of see like it, it, it shows where hindsight is is 2020 right yeah. perspective gives a lot of information that you wish mm-hmm. you would have had in the time and it sh- you can start to see okay well everything that we're about to learn about some yeah. treachery you could almost well, kind of s- not see coming but it, there were questions well, also, I think the people of Middle-earth want to believe that the ring is gone. That it oh, is sure. Destroyed. Why wouldn't you want to? Right? Yeah, and so absolutely. it's easy for Saruman to lull them into, you know, yeah. this, like, 
don't worry about it. It's been washed down the river and out into the, the sea, sea and it's gone. Right. And, but and it's not really gone. Though. Right. Exactly. And so that was but beyond our help. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, yeah. and so, but Gandalf always, I mean, he, he allowed, he says, you know, that he did allow himself to be lulled. They wanted to believe that. Yeah. Right. Um, I, and that's something else. Well, we'll, we'll, We'll get there. I want. I'll bring it up when we get there. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Ahead of myself. Jump ahead if you want. It's well, fine. and I was just thinking about how how that. I have a note here, and, and you're right because he does this over and over again. Gandalf says like three or four times. You know, this was my greatest mistake. I made this error. If I hadn't have done this, we'd be in better shape now. Yeah. And it's just interesting. You know, he does do a bit of that in the films, but that's almost like a trait I think that they took from him and kind of transferred to. To the character of Aragorn in the films, okay, right? Yeah. Aragorn's very like he, he's he's really self-critical, and and Gandalf is too, but and then also just you know how how he says these things, like his timing was poor and his decisions were bad, and and were they? Yeah, were they really? And Elrond defends him at one point. I think coming up here, he's like, you know, dude, <laughs> but for you, you know, we'd be in a, a a worse position because of your vigilance, because of you asking questions. And, and and never uh, giving up on your convictions, yeah. we'd be in a worse position right now. Yeah, the, there is always something that that um, with Gandalf's heart, he talks about a feeling, you know, yeah. this uneasy. Like he still sought yeah. information, he still kept an eye out, you yeah. know, for stuff because it wasn't destroyed, right? You know, and things. And so yeah. you're right, you know. But he he doesn't he allows himself. Well, the whole White Council is dissuaded. That's the word used, right? Yep. To to not pursue the necromancer. Yeah. Now what's up with that? You know what I mean? Like right, it's just right. like we're gonna let this guy over near Mirkwood just you know it's causing a lot of trouble. Causing a lot of trouble, and right. and we're not gonna. We are the wise. We have this power, but we're not gonna go face. I think maybe I think Saruman might try to think that the necromancer was just such an insignificant sort of like well uh, and force, and they do kind of think that. They, yeah, and Saruman has a lot of pride too, doesn't he? Right, that pride he is one of be his called downfalls. Forth, you know, to face down this right. lowly necromancer. Right, I'm the head of the order. Yeah. You know, let's get Radagast on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he probably would have said that. Um, but he can't be trusted either. So, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but anyways, you know, as yeah. it, again, we get back to um, Elrond's foresight, right? Mm-hmm. And him seeing, you know, things. Uh, and, and they realized they were too late, you know, and they, that this, this was a mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, Sauron, you know, had been watching them and had been long preparing against, you know, um, this, this stroke that they, we're taking at the necromancer, air quote, mm-hmm. you know, which is Sauron, right? It's it's, yeah. it's the it's it's him reemerging, you know, and uh, you know what I think is interesting too about that. Uh, let's see here, he was governing from Mordor, right? But mm-hmm. but if you look at where Dol Guldur is up mm-hmm. by Mirkwood and mm-hmm. things, it's more of almost trying to gather some of the northern mm-hmm. orc force and and uh, power up mm-hmm. there. Right. Where you know where the ancient you know evil kingdom yeah, used and, to be yeah the, in the, the dominion of the witch king yeah right yeah, yeah. so uh, I thought that was kind of interesting Ooh, just, man just the position there but so yeah um, yeah you see. could almost you're right you could almost kind of see him trying to set up in an interesting way kind of kind of parallel what what Gondor used to be there used to be a south kingdom and a, and a northern kingdom mm-hmm. Arnor and, and Gondor and him trying to set up you know it's always it's always better to have multiple bases right that are strong. So right. If you if you can if you can take uh, um, an attack from uh, or or make an attack from multiple points and and use strength in multiple positions, then you know easier end game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and so he talks about how basically when they drove him out there, that it was really he had just it was a feign, right? He had yeah. uh, he had uh, he he was pretending to flee, uh, and right. he actually does go back to the Dark Tower and, and declares himself. 
yeah. you know, uh, and so now it's, it's out there. And, uh, but Saruman said, you know, they, they feared that, um, that he was seeking the one ring uh-huh. again and that it was eagerly seeking it. Right. Yep. Um, and they hadn't any real news of it. Right. So, uh, but Saruman said nay and repeated what he had said before to us. The one would never again be found in middle earth, you know, um, at the worst, said he, our enemy knows that we have it not, yeah. and that it is still lost. But what was lost may yet be found, he thinks. Fear not, his hope will cheat him. Uh, have I not earnestly studied this matter? Right, using right? his, yeah, his ring lore knowledge to kind of, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly, he's, he's considered, he's the great, he's studied more about ring lore than, than anyone else and stuff, so you gotta trust me right. on this one, guys. Right. Um, but to, to let your guard down in that way, radical, isn't it? It, you know? it is. To not be able to, you have all these different resources and stuff in Middle Earth that you couldn't put together a band or a small group, a small council to seek out, you know, this ring or right. to be diligently, you know, um, following, tracking the enemy's, you know, move. If, 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 if the Dark Lord is, is, is seeking it, right. you know, um, just I don't know. They yeah, were walled. Well, they, they, they you're right, and especially into. after an encounter with a necromancer like that. Yeah, yeah. You'd think that you would be heightened, and I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like it. So when when does Saruman really start to turn? When does he start to make that to make huh. that fall from grace? You know what I mean? Right. Well, at what point was his was his heart? I mean, because at this time, I think he secretly does desire a great ring. I I agree with you. You know, I agree with uh, you. And I think it's sort of like either one of two things. We'll never find it. That's fine. Yeah. But if there's a chance of finding it, I don't want anyone else looking for it except for me. Right. Because in my own time, I'm going to, I'm going to seek it out. That's a great point. That's a great point. I don't know. So, uh, let's see though. I love this next paragraph real quick. I I don't know why it just, it's just, again, it's kind of, it kind of breaks us out of history and also just the council right before us. Gandalf fell silent, gazing eastward from the porch, to the far peaks of the misty mountains at whose great roots, the peril of the world had so long lain hidden. He sighed. Just the irony. And he's sighing because he's thinking like, wow, it, it, was, it was just over there. It was just over there. And we've been so close so many times. Yeah. You okay there? Are you going to start crying? <laughs> What's going on? Dude, I don't know what happens, man. Like when this stuff, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I just get like emotional, okay? And yeah. so like I just picture... I just, I've you never can seen, see this, can't you? I can you? see him yeah. sitting back in his chair a little bit or whatever, you know, <laughs> falling silent, gazing eastward. Because I actually thought that was a cool line, uh, uh, you know, as well. And to see it there and to have a moment of pause. And Gandalf is speaking. No one is going to interrupt him. Yeah. You know, and he's just going to glance over there and really just, it sets in. Yeah. Wow. And think about how many times. You know? it, that, I think it's more powerful even as because... Um, how many times has he thought about this? How many times has that same thought probably crossed his mind or that he's mulled over. And, and then also this visual aspect of being able to see it, yeah. that it brings it to him in a new way where he's just like, it, it hit, it cuts even deeper. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he sighs there. I was at fault. He said, I was lulled as, as, as you pointed out by the words of Saruman the wise, but I should have sought for the truth sooner and our peril would now be less. But Elrond's pretty good at saying, you know, no, friend, you yes. know. Um, we were all at fault. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's Gandalf's, as he says, vigilance. Yes. You know, um, that, that has kept this darkness at bay a, yeah. you know, a, a little while, you know, and, and it's, it's allowed them to have this council and be where they are. Yeah. You know, but say on. Um, 
and he talks about his 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 heart misgiving him. And I mentioned that earlier, just like he had this feeling yeah. all along uh, against all reason, you know. Um, he he, and I desired to know how this thing came to Gollum and yeah. how he had possessed it. Yeah, you know. So he sets this watch for him. So even though the hunt for Gollum, right? The hunt for Gollum yeah. comes up here, and even though he's been told these things about the ring. Something in Gandalf told him to keep looking. See, and that's and we were just talking about that, but I I love that about Gandalf. Like you could, he's one of those guys who is so. I did. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's so convicted with this, um, like this this inner sense of of what he should do, or he just. Well, I guess that's the only thing. I mean, he just he 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 follows his gut. He trusts himself, and even if he knows other people aren't going to approve or other people don't agree. He finds ways to pursue what he's thinking and what he believes. Yeah. Right. I mean, he doesn't go and tell Saruman, Hey, by the way, I'm going to keep looking for this. He respects Saruman. Saruman's ahead of his order. I guess what I'm trying to say is he, 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 he's not a guy who goes and burns bridges. He, um, he's very mindful. He's very thoughtful, but at the same time, if he thinks something's up, he's going to make sure he sees it to the end. Yeah. And that's the kind of guy. That's the kind of wizard. That's the kind of star you want yeah. to follow, right to the very end. Like yeah. his wisdom is unbelievable, and it's so ironic. Yeah, that you know, Saruman is the one who titles, who carries the title, the Wise. Yeah, I know. I know it is. It is, isn't it? And and, and Gandalf is, is who he is. Uh, and, and who didn't want to go was had to be because persuaded what to wisdom go. is there as in in saying nope, it's gone. Well, do we know? No. No, but it's probably in the sea. Just trust me. I know what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. There's no wisdom in that whatsoever. Right. Yeah. So. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So. Ooh. But uh, now we get into the um, the the hunt for this ring. And basically Gandalf guards um, his misgivings. Yeah. He will not tell anyone yeah. that he has this feeling right. that the ring could still be out there. Yeah. And with his, with, with, with what happened with Bilbo... The ring. He was always curious. Yeah. You know, from the very beginning, um, what was going to, what was going on? Yeah. Why did uh, this this ring come to him? Its properties, what it was doing for Bilbo? Because it seems yes, yes. Because all of it seems so unlikely, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems unlikely that such a powerful. Well, I don't know. It, maybe not. He doesn't know how powerful it is. But just you're right. Those those interesting facts of like Bilbo not not showing any kind of age. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. And then, and then the fact that you know Gollum had found it. How does how does a creature like that come across something? Right. A magical ring. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but he keeps that close to the chest. Yeah. Until you know, um, you know, he he actually has this. Uh, he seeks out help from Aragorn, mm-hmm. and they 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 have this council. They sit down. They kind of talk, and and I think it's Aragorn who says we need to set a, a you know watch for 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 Gollum. Yeah. And he talks about waiting for him and. Um, you know, a long time until he, he actually, you know, um, uh, until he creeps out, doesn't he? I think, you know, um, yeah, because so, he, he's, he's watching for him and yeah. waiting for him to come out. And this comes about too when he, when he calls upon the Dunedain to help guard the Shire, you know, this is like 17 years ago. So at the, at the beginning of where we pick up right and in, in yeah. this book, when we're talking about Bilbo's, uh, 111th birthday, right? Yeah. He, he says, you know, there are spies, there are beasts and birds. I'm going to ask the Dunedain to help guard the, guard the Shire. And then, yeah, he opens his heart to Aragorn, tells him his concerns. And, yeah, they, they, they start to search for him. Um, and eventually, it's, it's not even Gandalf that, that, that finds him and takes him. It's Aragorn. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he starts to kind of have these. Um, he has other business. He's got to take care of. Well, and he he remembers the the proof. So back to um, yeah, back to the proof as to how is this ring yes the one ring yeah, uh, and he starts to think to himself. Uh, Saruman was talking about the nine, the seven, and the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, each had their proper gem, mm-hmm. you know. Not so the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was round and unadorned, uh, appearing as if it were one of the lesser rings, but its marks were set upon it, um, it with the skill that, uh, you know, well, it's set upon the, the skill maybe uh, could still see and read. So right. it, the markings, as we know, yep. um, the the language and and the and the phrase that's that's written there on. And so he wants to go seek out what was it, what are the markings, yeah. what was said, right. and he goes to Gondor. And how do you see him? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, yep. so he decides to go to Gondor, and he thinks back to uh, Isildur and, and perhaps the places in which he stopped and where maybe he would have um, written some of this down or yeah. maybe he would have described the, the ring. And he's looking for more of those proofs. I love, too, the welcome he gets from Lord Denethor. <laughs> Yeah, and I can just see like, especially I guess this this might be a, a movieism, but I can see like as Gandalf is saying this, like Boromir just gritting his teeth or rolling his eyes or something, probably not not being too, or or maybe not, maybe you know, I, I guess I don't understand totally the true nature of their relationship between father and son. Maybe he knows how Denethor really is, but you know, less welcome did the Lord Denethor show me uh, um, than of old. You know, he mm-hmm. grudgingly permitted me to search among his hoarded scrolls. In books, you know, he said, um, if you think you can glean more information from it, you know, than me, good luck. Yeah. You know, but there's, there's, you're not looking, there's, there's nothing really you're going to find there that isn't already known. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think this is, you know, he's kind of making a jab there. Uh, Why well, bring up all of that? He's talking <laughs> about his welcome, you know, right. and Boromir kind of jumps in and talks about, you know, the place in which it was known, you know, that um, Isildur had, had, had stopped. Yeah. Um, what was the city? Minas. Um, oh, crap. Uh, uh, here it is. Here Minas Anor. Minas Anor. Um, he stopped in there and he's actually speaking with his nephew, um, Meneldil, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's speaking with his nephew there and actually gives him the rule of the southern kingdom. Yeah. And at that time, he plants the tree, the sapling of the white tree in memory yep. of his brother who That's was right. lost, right? That's right. And so, again, remember Minas Anor then, that was the name then for Minas Tirith. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yep. That's the the names are changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, there there we are. And Boromir's just bringing that information up, right? Uh, and he and Gandalf says, "True." And at that time, you know, he made this scroll. Yeah. You know, it's in and and that is not remembered in Gondor. It would seem mm-hmm. they had forgotten it. Gandalf mm-hmm. finds it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and this in this scroll concerns the ring, and he writes in there. Let's see. The great ring shall. Go, uh, shall go now to be an heirloom of the North Kingdom, mm-hmm. but records of it shall be left in Gondor, where also dwell the heirs of Elendil. La- least a time come when the memory of these great matters shall grow dim. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, he goes on to kind of describe the ring here. Do you want to read some of the uh, ring sure. description? Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, important. We'll just read the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I got it all underlined there. It's, it's his words describing. Mm-hmm. What, what we need to um, yep. see in the ring. It was hot when I first took it, hot as a gleed, and my hand was scorched so that I doubt if ever again I shall be free of the pain of it. That is so, that's a detail we don't get. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet even as I write, it is cooled, and it seemeth to, str- to shrink, though it loseth neither its beauty nor its shape. 
Already the writing upon it, which at first was as clear as red flame, fadeth and is now only barely to be read. Yeah. It is fashioned in an elven script of Aregion, for which uh, are, for they have no letters in Mordor for such subtle work. But the language is unknown to me. So even he didn't know the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, I deem it to be a tongue of the black land, since it is foul and uncouth. What evil it saith, I do not know. But I trace here a copy of it, lest it fade beyond recall. The ring misseth, maybe, the heat of Sauron's hand, which was black and yet burned like fire. And so Gilgalad was destroyed. And maybe were the... Uh, and maybe were the gold made hot again, the writing should be refreshed. Little hint mm-hmm. there for Gandalf. Yeah. But for my part, I will risk no hurt to this thing. Right. And we 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 get before we finish, we get little hints that how you know. Remember when in back and back again, Gandalf throws the ring into the fire, and Frodo. Oh wait, no. Right. Yeah. Yep. So and this is this is that same feeling that that uh, Isildur I'm sure has even more deeply. I'm not going to put it in a fire. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want it to be even touched with any kind of. Uh, possible, you know, um, evil thing. Uh, of all the works of Sauron, the only fair. It is precious to me, though I buy it with great pain. Yeah. yeah. Wow. When I read these words, my quest was ended, Gandalf yeah. said. I mean, that's all the information he needed to know. He knew, he knew how to test if this really was the one true ring. Yeah, he did. You know, and so that, that point he takes back off, right? And he's going to, he needs to go yeah. seek out Aragorn and yeah. Uh, and and and, and Lorien and, and his messengers, different people. He wanted to yep. kind of see what was going on with this hunt uh, for for Gollum. And uh, one thing I I, yeah. I, f- I forgot. Okay, so Celebrimbor was one of the great ringmakers, right? Yep. And actually, way back, I don't. I'm making an apology here. Way back when we were talking about the Shadow of Mordor, mm-hmm. and not knowing if that it's a video game, right? Not knowing yeah. if that video game story or characters were were true or made up for that video game. Celebrimbor is is the wraith his spirit is in that game oh really and so he is obviously a real character but one that slipped my memory cool. didn't remember so boom here you go Celebrimbor you know, he was real that, uh, and uh, uh, an ancient uh, you know ringmaster yeah yeah okay cool um, well they talk about you know, he was the one who who overheard yeah. Sauron right yeah. you know saying what he was saying you know with, with in regards to the ring yeah you know they all would have been deceived you know, he actually goes and warns. Gosh, how interesting. Right? He actually, yeah, is able to warn them. Wow. Um, and, and stuff. So, but uh, they get back, right? And and I th- this bit about, um, you know, uh, Aragorn tracking and, and catching Gollum is pretty straightforward. Yep. You know, and, and basically Gollum doesn't like him, but he takes him to the, the elves in, in Mirkwood. Yeah. And um, basically his story, G- Gollum's story and Bilbo's matched. You know, yeah. they, they they kind of. Um, I, I don't know. I that's true. I didn't even think about that. that. Yeah, and that's sort of what it is that that Gandalf sort of I think gleans, and, the, and they learn that this is that's more proof. We're adding more proof to more that one validates the other type yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, so they're still intrigued by the properties of the ring and what it can do. Yeah. Uh, to people, but uh, you know, it's starting to prolong Bilbo's life the same as it did Gollum's. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And let's see. Let's see. Oh, so for one thing, the tale he told was, um, of his loss. Agree with that of Bilbo, as I said, has now told, um, who has now told openly for the first time. Um, but that mattered little since I had already guessed it. So, you know, in the true telling here, I guess this is the whole point of the council, right? Is right. that you get a true telling here and they're getting the story of Gollum and they're, they're matching all the, yeah. in, in Gandalf's story and all of this is, is matching and coming yep. together. So yep. that is what it is. Yep. Um, 
Now, let's get back to um, Galdor, right? And if yes. that is not proof enough, Galdor, there is the other test that I spoke of. Upon this very ring, um, you have seen held aloft, round and undorned. The letters that Isildur reported may still be read if one has the strength of will to set the golden ring in the fire. And, you know, then he goes on to read the... Yeah, I should not... Okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Try it. Ashnag Durbatuluk, Ashnag Gimpatul, Ashnag Thrakatuluk, Ag Burjur Ishi Krimpatul. That's awesome, dude. Feel kind of dirty saying that, <laughs> That's man. That's awesome. I don't... And so did Elrond. He didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, not. you know, um, <laughs> never have we ever spoke that tongue here in, in, in Rivendell, Gandalf. Um, and this, I love this because this is the extended edition almost uh, word for word. And then, you know, Gandalf says... I don't ask for forgiveness. No. You know, sadly, this is, a, this is kind of a wake-up call, Elrond, to, to everyone present that you know, in every corner of Middle-earth, yep. you might hear this tongue. This might be the common tongue, and it might take over the common tongue that we speak now. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. yeah. So, and then he translates it. He says, one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and darkness bind them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and what they've, what they've learned here, too, when they, when they capture Gollum is that the enemy had him first, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. B- because once he's with the elves of Mirkwood, we're going to learn here a little bit from Legolas that he's actually coordinating with them. Uh, uh, Gollum was set a task, yeah. you know, when he leaves Mordor. Yeah. Uh, but they learned that, that Sauron knows that the, that the One Ring is still out there. Yeah. And he's learned about the Shire, and yeah. he's learned about, Baggins. you know, Baggins. Yeah. And so... Uh, that is uh, very troublesome, right? And, and, and so you also think about too. It, it is interesting. I wonder, you know, because that's information that Bilbo gave Gollum. Yeah. So talk about long-term effects. We're seeing the long-term effects of he didn't have to tell him his name or where he is from. Right. You know, and he does, and this ends up. I mean, you could say it ends up coming to bite him and his his descendants in the butt, or that it ultimately fulfills the prophecy of what was going to, or you know, a, a, a better. It's at the end of evil ultimately, but mm-hmm. it's just really interesting how that, how some two simple words yeah, that, you know, the decision between speaking them and not can change know, totally change everything. Exactly. Well, even, you know, uh, Gandalf brings this up later and it's brought up here now and we might as well talk about it. Um, just so we don't have to kind of summarize this yeah. here for you guys, yeah. but yeah, but Gollum's treatment, you know, the way in which he's treated by the mm-hmm. elves, mm-hmm. the way he's encouraged, you know, the pity that Bilbo took. Right? Was yeah. but is it pity? You know, yeah. Um, you know, and, and not ki- and not killing him. You know, Gandalf right. has that piece of advice right. he passes on. But they take because um, because Gollum has a, a part to play. You yes, know, he, does. he is a ring bearer. Yes, he yes. So for a long time, for a long time. Yeah. You know, and and anyways, but um, they allow him to climb those. The, like they had yeah, him take him out for walks. Yeah. Let him climb trees. They're out there in trees. He's getting secret messages and a pack of orcs. Sets in, attacks him, and he goes free. Yeah, and that's what Legolas. That's what Legolas's message was. Don't you love you know? the 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 tiff between uh, <laughs> um, Legolas's story and glowing though? Yes, you know he talks about hey, I wasn't treated that well. Well, he says when yeah, I spent time, you there. were less tender to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, glowing said with a flash of his eyes, right? Yeah. And uh, and then Gandalf kind of says, you know what, man? If we brought this up, if we didn't let this pass, we'd be here the rest of the rest of the year talking about the, but, the ancient quarrels between dwarves and, and, and elves, yeah, and elves yeah. now's the time to come together exactly but i do think yeah. it's neat that every time like the, the the dwarves like need to do something they stand up all the way <laughs> yeah they do yeah and yeah. they bow you know yeah uh yeah. so he rose and bowed you know <laughs> yeah uh, and legolas continued 
And so they, they just kind of talk about um, and it's about the coordination, about, the coordination between that attack. Yeah, did you say that already? I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah, like just the coordinating between the orcs and there's this whole idea that Mordor wanted Gollum to be set free, yeah. and so they worked. You know, um, Sauron worked and his commanders and whoever else, you know, make sure that he is set free. Yeah. So, um, so they failed to recapture him. They did look for him. You know, um, but uh, you know, Gandalf just says, "Well, well, he's gone." You know, it is what it is. He's gone. Um, we have no time to seek for him again. Um, he must do what he will. Uh, he may play a part yet uh, that neither he nor Sauron have foreseen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now, whereas I said, as when we started the, the, the reread, and now I will answer Gaudor's other questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what of Saruman? Uh, what are his counsels to us in this need? This tale I must tell in full for only Elrond has heard it yet and that in brief and so he goes on to kind of talk about what has happened here so now for this part this is another long long part here guys and we're going to kind of i think i want to do some 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 of the major takeaways you've read the chapter um and so lane and i won't really try to summarize the whole thing for you because it's long um but he is actually his his heart is is misgiving him when he goes to check up on the the shire well, and he was checking on Gollum first, and then he was going on his way to the Shire because yeah. he realizes that that I know where the ring is, and I need yeah. to go test it now. I need to this this proof needs to be done. Um, on his way there, no, he had left it with Frodo already, hadn't he? Yeah, had had he tested? I'm trying to remember. Anyways, I'm a little foggy on that. But on his way back, um, he is actually, uh, you know. He he's he's intercepted by um, Radagast. It is interesting too, just to back up a little a little bit there. The this cloud of anxiety he gets, this foreboding, this like sixth sense that, that there's there's you know there's a, he talks about the black shadow, um, you know we'd heard of a black shadow, a chill smote smote his heart. Uh, again, just more proof that Gandalf listens to his gut, right right before he's intercepted. Or or comes across Radagast, he 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 has these feelings that come upon him again. Hmm, that's where I was getting confused. Okay, so he is um, he was in the Shire. Yeah, right, and that's when he does tell Frodo, "I gotta go. I gotta go." Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always wondered. Right. We we talked about way back in that chapter. Remember, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm remembering it like as clear as day. We were like, "Why did he leave? Did he get a message from somebody? Did he have a feeling?" Um, did he hear some news, right? And this is it. It was that that feeling that he needed to go, you know, and some news that he had heard um, mixed that, you know, he needed to go. Yeah, and so he's not really sure what he's searching for. Like, right. there's a fear that when he finds these few, you know, Southerners, right, and he, he yeah. learns that there's something going on, yeah. uh, he starts going up and down the Greenway, and that's when he runs into Radagast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Radagast has been given the, the, the quest, the mission to, to, go, find him. to go find him. Yeah, yeah, and tell him what's, what's, what's going on. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, you know, I was seeking you, uh, but I'm a stranger in these parts. All I knew was that you might be found in, in the wild <laughs> region, you know, uh, in, in a place called the Shire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he says, I have an urgent errand. My news is evil. You know, he looked around and he says, Nazgul. You know, the nine are abroad again. They have crossed the river secretly and are moving westward. They have taken the guise of riders in black. Yeah. Whew. I knew then what I had dreaded without knowing it. The enemy must have some great need or purpose, said Radagast. But 
what it is makes me look to these distant and desolate parts I cannot guess. So Radagast doesn't know what, what the enemy's right. looking what for. What the lure is, right. But Gandalf does. Yeah. What do you mean, he says. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Tell me. So he's trying to figure out what, what... He wants to know what Radagast has heard without telling him what he knows. Holy smokes, yeah. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. playing dumb. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, why would they come here? What do you mean? Right. I have been told that whatever uh, that wherever they go, the writers ask for news of a land called Shire. Yeah. The Shire, I right. said, but my heart sank. For even the wise might fear to withstand the nine. And so, they're gathered together in the okay. force. Before he tells him about anything about, about, about Saruman, I think he is thinking in his own heart, I know where I'm going. Yeah. I'm going back to Hobbiton, and I, yeah. I, I need to help. This is, like, you know, he knows what's up. Yeah. You know, and he left. He shouldn't have left. I think it was a, a it, it had pulled, maybe it was something that was used to pull him away. Maybe. While the writers go in. Oh, my gosh, maybe, dude. Type of situation, because now he, he has a decision to go back and help uh, Frodo. Or Radagast says, Saruman, you know, would like to speak with you. And, and, and wants to kind of, you know, for you to seek his counsel. Yeah, and he, and he would have gone back and gotten Frodo and left right away. Yeah. Your man, yeah. wow, wow. So, um, but he knows that Saruman wow. was, was a part of driving out the necromancer, you know, and, and things. And he's the head of his order, right? right. I mean, he's, exactly. yeah, he's someone, and he, yeah, someone to be looked up to, especially with all these, with this news concerning the ring, you know, and, and his, his knowledge of, of the histories of the ring, uh, that he's probably hoping that, you know, Saruman will, will help. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Right. Well, and, and, and so he actually, as he before he leaves Radagast, and Radagast says, well, then you need to go now. You yep. need to go seek him now, you know. Yep. Uh, and he, he asked Radagast to use um, all of his friends, the, the birds and the beasts and, yeah, yeah. and things, to send him messages of, of happenings yeah. and things that are happening, and right? send it to Saruman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so exactly, he's sending it to Saruman and, he's, but, and to me, he said, to Gandalf himself and to Saruman. Yeah. Uh, and that's what saves him. That's what saves. That's true. That's right. Gandalf. That's true. Yes, it is. You know? Yes, it is. So and um, and the, and then the fact that he says that he'll be an Orthanc too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He do he tell you he tells him where he'll be. Yeah. And yeah. So um, now this is when he writes his letter in Bree. He's right there. He was too weary to, to go right away, so he stays. Uh, talks to Butterbur. Writes the letter. And he says, and you know, it. essentially, he says, "Never did I make a greater mistake." Yeah. Right. Yep. But we've talked about this before. Was it really a mistake? He doesn't know. He's he felt- not all knowing. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right, it felt like a mistake at the time, but you know, if if um, you know if if the events hadn't happened the way they had, you know, who knows? Would Strider have accompanied accompanied them? Would they have made it through the wilderness to Rivendell? Yeah, who's to say, man? Right, exactly. Tom Bombadil probably he could tell us. for well, sure. Well, we're gonna get there, so we still have a lot more to go <laughs> on this. Uh, Sorry, it's, it's okay. It, it is what it is. Shadow facts. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now let's skip to where he, he basically comes uh, to Saruman. Yeah. You know, he's there. And he starts to notice some interesting, you know, things about him. I think the dialogue is pretty interesting. Uh, so you have come, Gandalf, he said to me gravely. You know, uh, but in his eyes, there seemed to be a white light as if a cold laughter was there in his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like, ha-ha, you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, it worked. I've got gotcha. you. Um, yes, I've come, right? And, and uh, um, let's see, I've come for your aid. And he, he calls him Saruman the White. And that mm-hmm. seemed to kind of anger him. him he was called bit. the White. Yeah. And then he sort of um, accents or, or, you know, really emphasizes you, when he re- refers back yeah. to him, you, you have indeed Gandalf the, the Grey. Gray. Yeah. Um, Scoffing at him. Right. Yeah. So they kind of go back and forth, and, and I, I think the movie does a, a good job of this if you've watched the movie uh, and talking about, you know, now it, it's a little it's slightly different, though. It is. I, I think, think it's creepier in the book, honestly. It's, it's creepier in the book, but it's also in the, in the movie, I think uh, Saruman is more ready to ally himself with Sauron right away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it's, this is it just more, gets right to the point. And this, this is, is more about the ring mm-hmm. still for Saruman. He, realizing that the ring is there, let's use it. Yeah. You know? We should yeah. use it. You yeah, know? And, and really and really trying to get Gandalf to to, to join that. with him in this. Yeah, yeah. reason and yeah. wisdom w- would, would say, yeah. you know, that we should do these things. It's also interesting, too, how, how you know, I mean, so far all of... Um, you know, all all of the evil forces we've seen have you know it's been shadow, been black, been dark, all this stuff. But uh, that that line you read just really stuck in my head. You know, uh, talking about his eyes seem to come a white light. Mm-hmm. And most times we think about that as a beautiful glistening in someone's light. A white light is a good thing, yeah. as if a cold laughter was in his heart. So yeah. so appealing to that sense of you know white is is something beautiful and and something pure, but can also be something really really cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And really, really distant, and really, really bad in a way too. So it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it just shows that really nobody can be trusted. Nobody yep. can be trusted. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, um, so yeah, they have a, a little back and forth exchange here. They're talking about, you know, Gandalf trying to get to the point here. You know, I've I've been sent by Radagast, and you know, Radagast has told me that the nine have come forth and they've crossed the river. And this is where Saruman kind of like scoffs again Radagast the Brown yeah. Radagast the Bird Tamer Radagast the Simple Radagast the Fool yeah. um, you know and, and he's played his part you know that was set for him you know um, but, but basically you know um, for you have come uh, and that was all the purpose in, in the message that he had sent with Radagast you know and here you will stay Gandalf the Grey and rest from your journeys, for I am Saruman the Wise, Saruman Ringmaker, Saruman of many colors. Is it interesting too how he's speaking in like uh, like triplets here, like three phrases: Radagast the Bird Tamer, Radagast the Simple, Radagast the Fool, mm-hmm. Saruman the Wise, Saruman the Ringmaker, Saruman of many colors. Yeah, it's just it's like it's a very pro- poetic way of speaking. Yeah, almost yeah. makes me wonder if there is some spell in the words that he's yeah. that he's trying to weave. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to work on Gandalf, but you know, he's he's really just he's at his full wit here, his full force. Yeah, and, 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 he's, and he's yeah, he is. You're right. That that um, what it brings emphasis to what's happening right here, to the repetition right, right? that that structure. Um, and so he notices, Gandalf notices, wow, oh, he is. His robe is not white. He says, I liked white better, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> Dude, and I love to the, uh, you know, 
talking about the white light being broken. Yeah. You know, like when light yeah. comes through a prism. Yeah. And it's broken. It's it's turned. It's 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 split into all the different colors. Right, right. Man. Well, in in, in Saruman says that white, you know, serves as a beginning. A white cloth may be dyed. A white page can be overwritten, and the white, you know, can be broken. Now, this is cool. Um, in which case, it is no longer white, said I. And he that breaks a thing to find out what it is has left the path of wisdom. No longer the wise. Yeah, he's, he's no longer wise. Then, if you have to break it. To see what to to see what's really there and what 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 it could be and to see all of its different right. you know whatever then uh, you've left the path of wisdom. So, Man, words getting thrown down between the Astari, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, yeah. And so he basically he tries to convince him, you know, to join him, right? Uh, yeah, and, and I guess and maybe the way another way it's different too. I guess I'm thinking about this comparing it to the movie is, you know, a lot of this that we're getting in dialogue was done with like action and fight sequence. Yeah. Right. That that doesn't happen here. He's taken up to the top of, and I'm getting ahead, obviously, but he's taken up to the top of Orthanc eventually after this conversation. He's it yeah. doesn't. It's not from the result of a battle and him being. Now, thrown there may up. have been, and that's what I think is 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 cool. I mean, like like I'm just saying, there there could still be, you know, um, room for that. Maybe along as he takes him up there, there could have been some fighting and stuff. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, yeah. I, I kind of like that they did that in the in the film. I know that's not what happens in the book. At I do too. I guess my point but, was that that animosity and that back and forth is done in the repartee here. It's done with the it's done with that yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's, I get you. it's flushed out in their dialogue instead of a battle. Because yeah. really, that wouldn't play as well in a book. No, it you're not going to. Um, he doesn't describe action sequences that way in battles. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, real quick, another difference too. Uh, they're talking about what they should do, and he keeps saying, "We, you and I, Gandalf, mm-hmm. should do this." As power grows, it proves, uh, it proved friends will also grow, and the wise, such as you and I, may may with patience come at last to direct its courses, to control it. Mm-hmm. We can bide our time. We can keep our thoughts and our hearts, deploring maybe evils done by the done by the way, uh, but approving the high and ultimate purpose. So again, trying to say. I would, this is, it would be wise to do this and to use it for good and to yeah. use it, you know, uh, in this way. Do the ends justify the means? Exactly. Kind of yeah, yeah. Knowledge, rule, order, all the things that we have so far striven in vain to accomplish, mm-hmm. um, hindered rather than helped by our weak or idle friends. Uh, there not need be, there would not be any real change in our designs, only in our means. And then you know uh, he he says I've heard I've heard speeches like this before from Mordor, yeah. You know it's it's all sounds the same. Sounds yeah. like you're you're a puppet of of, of Mordor. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though because when you, when you look at what he's saying, it, it, you know, and I don't know I don't know the true intentions of Saruman, but you know it's it's he sounds like a guy who's worked a long time and he's at his wit's end, and a lot of other stuff they've tried hasn't worked. And he's thinking maybe this is maybe this is a, a, a way that it can work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's a way to save our skins and to help control what does happen. Is it a selfish point of view? Yes. Is it uh, the wrong perspective to have? Yeah, probably. But it's almost kind of interesting how you know we talked about the intentions of of using the ring and all the, how how good intentions um, almost never pan out and how intentions you know your intentions with the ring are used and contorted and even here you see this with Saruman mm-hmm. yeah 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 you're right now uh getting back to what you were talking about where he take like this this ultimately 
you know, Gandalf says, I don't agree with you. Yep. We're not doing this. Really what Saruman wants, he's saying we. Gandalf says there's only one, the, the ring only goes on one yeah. hand. Yeah. Only one yeah. person would, would really rule it. But even though, even beside that, I'm not going to give up my, this information on the Shire. Yeah. And he says, then you're not going to leave. You know, you're not going <laughs> to leave and you're going to stay here until the end. And he says, and, until what end? Until you reveal to me where the one may be found. Yeah. Uh, I have means to persuade you or until it is found, um, you know, in your despite. Um, let's see. And let's see. Okay. Um, so what does he say? What does he actually say here to Gandalf? Um, when they're at the top. So they set him alone, right? At the very mm-hmm. top, as mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, and he starts. He gets the perspective of what's going on in Isengard. He can see wolves and orcs are being housed. Uh, which would, what, what once was green and fair is now filled with pits and forges. Dark smoke wrapping itself around Orthanc. And that he's standing alone among the, among the clouds. Um, mm-hmm. Talks yeah. about the fear in his heart for his friends in the Shire. Yeah, I was just trying to looking for like like the spot where the he conversation actually, they have on top. No, the the as they're as they're leading him to this to, to the spot. If there was any sort of like um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't threat, sound like doesn't sound know? like it was. Was there any threat? Was there any beat down? Or did Gandalf just say, "Okay, I know that you have the power," you know, to it took me and set me alone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, I guess it doesn't really there say specifically guards. what, what there, went there on. There are other people there, and there yeah. are guards and there are forces. You know, there um, not forces, but there are there are people who are at the gate. Yeah, it, you know? a, yeah, a, a flee or a, an escape would be difficult. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I just was wondering, why does he so easily give in? You know, why does why doesn't he fight him like we see in the movie? Maybe it's the foresight, like you talked talked about, of of knowing that you know messengers will come. Perhaps, messengers yeah. will come, and yeah. and these are messengers who still think, or hopefully, still think Saruman is is a force for good or at least know that I, I will be and you know, that I could, you know, yeah. So anyway, one of them, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. So I'm what? Not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just trying to find it. So that's why the pause there. Sorry guys. Um, but what I, what you do get is Frodo's, um, his dream, yeah, the dream. Right? That's right. And he had seen Gandalf up there walking back and forth. And, yep. and I think Gandalf's a little taken back by that, a little astonished. Right. Yeah. You know that he that he saw them that, that he saw him on top there walk, walking back and forth pondering and stuff and looking at the stars and things and waiting for those messengers yeah which he does get yeah right so he does get um, those messengers and he's actually uh, born away by uh, is is it uh, um, Gwai here the yeah. eagle yeah yep the Lord of the Eagles so yep. actually shows up and and eventually um, you know get, is there to give him news and things. Um, and he, he, he rides away yep. with him. He can only bear him so far right. and he takes him to, uh, to Rohan. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Takes so, him to Adoras and, uh, he asks for a horse. He does. And he's, he's realizing though, as you said, at, at the top there, he's realizing the, you know, the, the trees being cut down. Yeah. The, 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 wolves the extent of, and, the de- of what's going on right. here. Right. All yeah. that stuff. And then he. He realizes too when he gets to Rohan that you know that uh, a spell sort of had been, you know, um, overcast on mm-hmm. the on, on the on the kingdom. Evil there. was already at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and, and that the king of the land would not listen to my warnings. Yeah, he bade me take a horse and be gone, and I chose one much to my liking. You know, we talk about uh, uh, Shadowfax being that horse, 
you know, Aragorn even comes in, and this this is really cool because this ties into his history with with uh, Edoras and Rohan. He said that he must have been a noble beast indeed, and it grieves me more than many tidings that that might seem worse to learn that Sauron levies such tribute. It was not so when I last well, last was in that land. I'm talking about them. You know, they were giving feeding horses to Mordor. Right, and, and and actually that was that was Gwai here. It was that was that was telling him that right um, was was saying to you know um, yes he's asking yeah. whether the men of Rohan can still be trusted yeah and when he sets him down he's, he actually says they pay a tribute of horses yeah um, and they send many yearly to Mordor or so it is said yeah but they are not yet under the yoke but if Saruman has become evil as you say then their doom cannot be long delayed right and this is where Bormor kind of stands up and says that can't be. They, yeah. would, they would never do that with their horses. Yeah. Um, you know, he knows the, the, the kingdom of Rohan. He knows that the, the, the people there, and they're not going to do something like that. Yeah. So, in Oregon's, yeah, or, Oregon, <laughs> Aragorn says, you know, who knows? You know, Saruman's fallen. Rohan is right next door. You know, if, who knows what you'll find when you go there next, if you do. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's, let's move on here a little bit more. Uh, we've talked about Saruman's betrayal. Uh, and, and what has happened there. Now, his story does con- continue on, and, and I think he finds um, Shadowfax, mm-hmm. right? So, so Shadowfax is the horse. He gets this, um, you know, this, this relationship with, with Shadowfax yeah. and, and rides him, is able to uh, ride far, you know, fast and, and able to get back into the mix of the Black Riders pursuing Frodo yeah. and stuff. So you get that timeline. You understand that he's coming back through that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, he sort of explains what happened at Weathertop and where he comes in at, mm-hmm. you know, Bree being a day behind them, just a day behind. Mm-hmm. And, Bree and even at Crick up. Hollow. He went, he went to Crick yeah, Hollow Yeah, went all the way to Crick Hollow. Yeah. yeah. So I think all of that is so, stuff that Lynn and I had said before. Like, mm-hmm. we kind of know that. Yeah. We, 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 even, we got subtle hints along the way mm-hmm. that Gandalf was in these places yep. um, and that they could see the battle on Weathertop and yep. stuff like that. They found, so, the, they found the, the, the G3 runes on, on, the, yeah. on the rocks on top of exactly. Weathertop. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that, that whole piece there is, is pretty well um, covered and, and known mm-hmm. by, by everyone. And I don't it's really kind of validating what the, Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say on that. Do you? Is there anything special about that that you wanted to, he gets back to um to that point he i mean he goes as far he even explains from weathertop what how was quick. where the writers were how, how quick he got there yes and then that he took a 14-day journey at that point he knew that he could not find frodo and them in the wilderness it would he was happy folly. to hear yeah. yeah that strider had taken them I, I love i love the interaction with uh butterbur or because it just comes yeah. back to, you know, yep. he, he actually, instead of how he was afraid he'd make all of his ale sour, you know, right. or I can't remember who said that. If it was his fear or Frodo said something, he says, you know, may your uh, beer be enchanted for seven years. It's the best in the land. Yeah. Do you think it was? Do you think it actually was enchanted when you just get up, just said that? Actually, I like to believe so. I'd like to do. Don't too. you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a happy news to him. And I think he had yeah. the best beer in the land. And it's just so funny how it's t- so unexpected. You know, he's thinking that, that, um, you know, Gandalf's gonna like kill him for letting him go off the Strider, and uh, you know how that's the best news he could have heard. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so funny, cool. It's yeah. cool that they, he put. They didn't have to put that in there. I like that he put that in there. We get get a little more with with Butterbur. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he gallops. To, he talks about Crick Hall, as you said. Gallops to Weathertop. Yep. Uh, like a gale, he reached it before sundown on his second day from Bree. Well, we know that 
we were tracking the days earlier mm -hmm. um, with Strider, mm -hmm. and they were way. I mean, he he is flying on Shadow. Oh, facts. It's showing the speed of Shadow. It, it facts, is. It really shows the speed. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing, dude. And, and so he's there, and that's who they see on top having that that battle. Uh, let's see if we can find that bit where they talk about the battle fight that was happening there. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Didn't it happen during the day? It it starts to well. Okay, so um, and that, he, he that reached was kind a, of his most hope because it was yeah. Yeah, he he had hope in the daylight, mm -hmm. right? So he reached it before sundown on the second day from Bree, um, and they were there before me. Yeah. They drew away from me for they felt the coming of my anger, and they dared not face it while the sun was in the sky. <laughs> right, but they God, wasn't this been awesome to see? Oh, dude! Oh my gosh! Heck yeah! You know, um, they closed around at night, and I was besieged on the hilltop. Yeah, and so it's it's there. Um, he he was he was uh, he was hard put to it indeed. Such light and flame cannot have been seen in Weathertop since the war beacons yeah. of old. You know, and at sunrise he's actually able to escape, uh, and he and he fled towards the north. And he says, right at that point, there's not much more he can do. Right. You know, he realizes that it's in Strider's hands. Right. Secrecy is their best friend. You know. And he talks about how four of them kind of followed him for a while too. Yes. Yeah, they go to the and floor. now in the end that that helped them because all nine weren't there for, yep. Um, yeah, our, our our buddies going up on yeah yeah yeah. And when they're not in full force, I think that is that is the thing that yeah, they are for sure. that they're weaker and and that they can be scared or startled or whatnot. Man, yeah, not scared, but you know. No, what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 absolutely. So less confident. Uh, yeah, so he goes in and he, he talks to Elrond. He wants to basically see if he can get get aid there. Mm -hmm. But Elrond has already heard a word from <laughs> from Gildor. You know, yep. that, that they need help. And he'd already sent out his strongest writers. All, all the way back then, too. Yeah, yeah. Man. So, again, all stuff that we had hit, we, we kind of know. All so. these, yeah, all these cogs of the wheel. Yep. Yep. So, now, I think this these next couple paragraphs are interesting, so I'll read a little bit of them. But uh, after he tells his story, right? Um, so, the, so, the tale was, was now told from first to last. Here we are. Here's the ring. Um, you guys, the, the, you, you made it. Frodo, we all know what happened to Frodo. We've got that story in many meanings. Um, and, and Elrond says, this is grievous news concerning yeah. Saruman. We trusted him. He yeah. was deep in our counsels. This is not good. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then he says... Uh, I think it's interesting how he says, you know, it is perilous to study too deeply the arts of the enemy for good or for ill. Yeah. yeah. That was an interesting point. Right, exactly. And that he did, you know, he tinkered too much in that and probably felt some of that allure there and, and started way back when. Yeah. So yeah. now, of all these tales that have been told today, though, to yeah. Elrond, the tale that we have heard this day, the tale of Frodo, was most strange to me. Yeah. I have known few hobbits save Bilbo here, and it seems to me that he is perhaps not so alone and singular as I had thought mm -hmm. him to be. <laughs> yeah. The world has changed much since I was on the Westward Road. Yeah. All right. And then they talk about the Barrow Whites. Um, we know by many names. And the Old Forest, uh, many tales have been told. Uh, all that now remains is is uh, is but an outlier of the of its northern march. Mm -hmm. uh, time was when it, when a squirrel could go mm -hmm. from tree to tree, yep. which is really cool, uh, from its way now to the Shire, uh, to Dunlin, west of Isengard. And we had talked about that. Remember how we had talked about how the the old forest was that remnant of a of a much larger original forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I had forgotten Bombadil, if indeed that is still the name, uh, or that is still the same. Uh, that walked in the woods and hills long ago, and even then was older than the old. 
Uh, and they go over a couple of different names here. I don't know if you want to give a, a stab at these names here. Yeah, Yarwain um, Benadar, we called him oldest and fatherless, mm-hmm. right? But many other names he has since he has been given, since he, uh, since, since been given by other folk. Forn by the dwarves, Orald by northern men, and other names beside. He is a strange creature, but maybe I should have summoned him to this council. Yeah. So this is our Tom Bombadil discussion. Mm-hmm. This is something that I, before we started the podcast, I, I mentioned to Lane. I was just like, they discussed Tom Bombadil at the Dagon Council. Yeah, they did. And, and they talk about why it's, it's maybe good that he wasn't there, why it's good that maybe um, we shouldn't give the ring to him, right? So let's, let's get into just, some of that. Gandalf says flat out he wouldn't have come. Yeah, he would not have come. No interest. Yeah. Nope. Right? Um, Gandalf knows a tidbit about our friend Tom yes, Bombadil. Yes, he does. Doesn't yes, he go he does. speak to Tom Bombadil on the way back i'm oh, at the, end at of the, the very end your memory is better than mine we'll see yeah yeah i can't, I can't remember right. right i'm trying to it's a long many years ago <laughs> um so let's see oh could we still send messages mm-hmm. and get his help right um it seems that he that even he has a power i'm sorry it seems yes. that he has a power um even over the ring even over the ring and what gandalf says man read that yeah it's beautiful no no i should not put it so, said Gandalf. Say rather that the ring has no power over him. Yes. He is his own master, but he cannot alter the ring itself nor bring its power over others. And now he is withdrawn into a little land within bounds that he has set. Yeah, I know. You've got that underlined, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Within bounds that he has set, though none can see them, waiting perhaps for a change of days... And he will not step beyond them. He won't. You know? Uh, he, he, the, like, like he chooses not to. It's not that he can't. Chooses. He chooses, chooses. not to. Very um, interesting. He set those bounds there for himself. Uh, but within those bounds, nothing seems to dismay him. Uh, would he not take the ring and keep it there forever? Uh, harmless? No, says Gandalf. Not willingly. He might do so if all the free folk of the world begged him. But he would not understand the need. And if he were given the ring, he would soon forget it, or most likely throw it away. Such things have no hold on his mind. He would be the most unsafe guardian, and that alone is answer enough. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they are all... Okay, l- let, me just, let, me, let me just set the book aside here for a second. Let's put it down for a minute. I think they're all a little blown away by Frodo's story of Tom Bombadil. Yeah. An enigma. Yeah. Something that's uh, unexplainable. We, yeah. don't, we can't explain it. Yeah. Um, as much as we try to and we try to think about what it could be, who he could be. You know, I've, I've heard um, one of the Valar, which they're not supposed to be in this, in this place. Mm-hmm. One of the Maiar. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. they also, uh, not, what is he still doing over here? You know, something else. Uh, in, in this type of form. Something else. You know, something greater. Um, I just think it's interesting. You have the, all these great minds, all these ancient powers, yeah. uh, you know, these important people. Yeah. And they're sitting here saying, could, could we get them here? Mm-hmm. Could we could we call him up? Could we yeah. bring him to the can castle? We, I mean, yeah. you know, they, 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 how interesting would that have been to hear him sing songy talk? Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. And, and and Gandalf's totally right. I mean, he would have been like, okay, wh- why was I brought here? I, I care not for this ring. Yeah, it's just but a trifle. I don't care. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. So here's the thing: the Astari were 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 were, were Maiar, right? They were lesser than the, than the Valar, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and so the Astari are there, you know, in this 
you know, um, whatever, in, in their roles, right? And, and Sauron is a Maiar, right? Once was. And he's the one who's created the ring, right? And, how, and helped to kind of work its uh, magic to help it become the one ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ring has no sweat, has no power over Bombadil. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has no whatever. It's not that Tom has power over it. No. Um, it just it just has no effect on him, right? You know, and so and who else can we say that of? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Me neither. That's what I'm saying. Because even yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I, his power must far exceed. I think you know um, that no of, dad. Of, he, of of the ring. He is. He, he has no father. He is fatherless. Um, you know, and that dude. I'm just saying that in and of itself. It's I just crazy. Yeah, and I just I think about. I'm telling you, I think about that that line that Elrond says, and he says, "Man, you know, I forgot about him." Maybe I should have asked if he would have been here. Yeah. Someone as wise and as powerful as Elrond saying like, man, maybe. Hmm. Well, it's so cool because he, he calls him a strange creature. You know, it's a strange creature. And there are times where when he was kind of creepy and he seemed oh, yeah. a little like he wasn't. Uh, Lulling them to sleep and telling yeah. them stories. And Whoa, like he's what his day own, is it? Uh, he's his own thing. Yeah. I, think, I think the best thing about Tom Bombadil is that we'll, you'll never have an answer on it. I love that you don't have an answer. You never I will. I love that. And it's never going to be told. And that secret goes to the grave, man. Yep. You know, as the, like the, I know that, he, that, that Tolkien has shared thoughts and has shared different things and gets you know, this way and that way with people talking about Tom Bombadil or whatever. But, I mean, even his, his publishers had said things like, oh, so Tom's going to come back in the end mm-hmm. when they first read it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's going to be the one to kind of like save that you, you, you've lulled us into forgetting about Tom yeah. and he'll come back. No, yeah. Tom is just there. He's just there, man. And, and I often think he's lost in his own paradise. I'll say it that way. Lost in his own paradise and, and, and about his works and has set up these parameters and said, no, I want to be controlled. I want to stay here. And Tom is, is master. And I think, and, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. so I don't want to get too, no, uh, you know, yeah, too you, far down that, that rabbit hole. But I think it's, it's interesting that they talk about it because I mean, uh, Glorfindel goes on, but in any case to send the ring to him would only postpone the day of evil. He is far away. We could not now take it back to him, you know, unguessed, unmarked by any spy. Right. Even if we could sooner or later, the Lord of the rings would learn of its hiding yeah, place. Where it is. Right. And would bend all of his power towards it. Um, could that power be defied by Bombadil alone? I think not. And so that is interesting. You know, Glorfindel is kind of saying that Tom Bombadil doesn't have the power to stand, you know, uh, to- the, all the, all the, couldn't withstand all of that power, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I just think that's interesting, you know, according to Glorfindel. Right. According to Glorfindel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that, so that's you as gospel, right? Because it's Glorfindel. Well, not necessarily, because I, I have I, I think a lot of Tom Bombadil. I do too, man. I, more you know, to I, him like, than I, I think I want to reveal on this podcast. I think there, are, I have my. I own think we get ourselves in. Thoughts. Yeah, so, yeah. People might not necessarily agree. I really but that's do. The have, great thing about I, I Bombadil, think, and I think everyone should have their own their own opinion and thought on this because I really do think he is something that is unexplainable. I think he's something beyond. I think he's, we're allowed to let our imaginations wander on that. Yeah. I think he's all encompassing. I think he's something. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's a reason. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's see. Who else? Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, uh, so Galdor starts to kind of talk a little bit more. Um, but I think Glorfindel is right. Uh, power to defy our enemy is not, is not in him unless such power 
is in the earth itself. Mm-hmm. You know, which is one of the things why people have said one of the Valar who is kind of of the earth and a very earthy and, and um, you know, because each of them had their own sort of like, you know, um, things that they were interested in in right. this world. Like, you know the, I mean? like ancient gods. Right. The, the seas and the yeah. airs and the earth and yeah. the, you know, all that type of stuff. You know, yeah. the, so I think a lot of times people take that and say that's where his power lies in. Uh, perhaps, and that would be, unless there's that, there's that type of power in the earth, then perhaps he could, perhaps he could stand against him, but, but, but they think not. Um, and yet we see that Sauron, uh, can torture and destroy the very hill, the very hills. Mm -hmm. What power still remains, what power still remains lies with us. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to kind of talk about the different places in which, you know, with the elves really is what he's, what he's saying. Yeah, um, in the Havens or in Lorien or in Imladris, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and Elrond says, you know, I don't have that strength. And they don't either. Exactly. Pretty much saying it, this is in our fight. Right, we have that the strength. Mm-hmm. If there is any strength, that we have it, but we don't have enough. Right. You know? Um, they don't. Mm-mm. There is not enough power in this world to, to really, even if all united, to, to maybe stand against Sauron. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's why this... Uh, what to do coming up next year uh, with the ring is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, he says two things only remain for us to attempt to send it over the sea or to destroy it. Right. And they say that they won't take it across the right. sea. It's that you, could, a, that's you a, could take it over there, but they wouldn't accept it. They wouldn't accept it. It right. would go to the sea. Probably they'd throw right. it in the sea there. Right. They would send it back. They wouldn't, they'd strike you down. They would not allow men to, to come that way. And even the elves themselves might be turned back. Um, uh, and that's, that's not, that's a care for middle earth. That's not something that, that they are going to worry about. So Glorfindel's opinion is very interesting here. He says, then let us cast it into the deeps and so make the lies of Saruman true for it is clear now that even at the council, his feet were already on a crooked path. He knew that the ring was not lost forever, but wished us to think so. Uh, for he began to lust for it for himself yet oft in lies truth is hidden in the sea it would be safe yeah well and, and here's one of the things if it that would probably be the last thing that Sauron uh, that Saruman would think they would do yeah was to go back to his original lie and make it true you know yeah. and that it is in the sea you know yeah. what I mean type of thing well, and, and, then and we, it would be safe for a while right not forever that's what Gandalf says yeah and then we also so yeah that might be the last thing Saruman would assume or, or would guess they would do. And it's amazing how what would they end up doing is the last thing that Sauron would expect them to do. Yeah. What they end up deciding is, is like the last thing he would ever expect. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Now, um, so let's see. We, we go on just a little bit more here talking about um, the different options. Um, they talk about how the, how the road to the sea would be perilous and right. that would be... They're expected uh, west. Dangerous, yep. right? Yeah. And, uh, and now Boromir actually kind of comes forward and says, why not use it, though? You know, is, is, like, like, is there not, you know, Gondor wanes, you say, uh, but Gondor stands. And even um, the end of its strength is still very strong. And so he's very proud to be from Gondor and has a lot of pride in, in men and believes that they are good and that we can still do good in the world. And I like him for that. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, and so let's see, where does he start to kind of talk about that? Um, so, well, well, uh, they mentioned that Glorfindel has already declared, you know, there's, there's two paths here, hide the ring forever mm-hmm. uh, or to unmake it, mm-hmm. but both are beyond our power. Um, who will read this riddle for us? 
Uh, none here can do so. So this is before we get to, to Boromir's request, actually. Um, uh, Elrond says, none here can do so. Uh, at least none can foresee what will come to pass if we take this road or that. But it seems to me now clear which is the road that we must take. The westward road seems easiest. Therefore, it must be shunned. Um, it will be watched. Too often the elves have fled that way. Now at this, now at this last, we must take a hard road, a road unforeseen. There lies our hope, if hope to be. Yeah. So to he walk says, right into, yeah. yeah so right so peril. to walk into peril to Mordor, we must send the ring to the fire. How many times does silence fall too? Yeah. It's almost like at every at every big uh, break here. You know, silence. Just people are just like, "Oh it's, my gosh!" Dude. There's a seriousness. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very. And I love this Frodo. Frodo even at, at that fair house, you know, he's looking out upon a sunlit valley filled with the noise of clear waters. Felt a dead darkness in his heart. Boromir stood, and Frodo looked at him. He was fingering his great horn and frowning. At length, he spoke. Yeah, is this when? This is where he comes in and says, "You know, I don't, I don't understand all of this. You know, even though he's a traitor." Um, he did. Did he not have a glimpse of wisdom? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why can we not, you know, use the the, the ring um, and think that the great ring has come into our hands to serve us in this very hour of need, wielding it for the free lords, um, you know, of the free may surely defeat the enemy. Um, you know, he kind of just goes on to, as was, as we said, talk about what we can do with it. Uh, Elrond says, you know, we cannot use the ruling ring, um, and uh, let's see that we now know too well. It belongs to Sauron and was made by him alone and is altogether evil. Its strength, Boromir, is too great for anyone to wield at at will, Mm -hmm. save only those who have already a great power of their own. But for them, it holds an even deadlier peril. Um, The very desire of it corrupts the heart. Consider Saruman. Mm -hmm. If any of the wise should with this ring overthrow the Lord of Mordor using his own arts, he would then set himself on Sauron's throne and yet another dark Lord would would appear. Um, And so that's the reason why that it has to be destroyed, you know, for nothing um, is evil in the beginning. Even Sauron uh, was not so. So I fear to take the ring to hide it. I will not take the ring to wield it. Nor I, nor I. Gandalf. Yeah. And so he's, he's doubtful, you know. Um, but he says, so be it. Yeah, he does. He's not as... Um, yeah. The, it the, almost kind of seems like, to me, it's just like an earnest request. Like, well, well I mean, why well, don't we do this? Yeah, I, I know you've said what you... I heard what you said. Right. Let's, let's, let's just hear... Let's, yeah. it's, I think it's fine for Bormir to put that forward Correct. one more time. Why not ask that question? And to hear what the wise say. And yes. the wise gave a good answer. Yes, they did. And, and he's satisfied with that. He's satisfied. And he says, then we'll trust in the, in the weapons that we have. Exactly. You know? Um, and I I love I mean I, I like I enjoy Boromir in the films but I like Boromir book Boromir I love he's so much more complex there's so much more to him yeah he's not such a flat character yeah well and I think it's neat too they talk about uh, you know Boromir is kind of talking about let's let's use the the, the sword that was broken you yeah. know maybe that will stem the tide and Aragorn says who can tell yeah. but we will put it to the test one day yeah baby you know and Woo! Maybe, yeah yeah. Um, and ah. so, although we do not ask for aid, we need it. It would comfort us to know the others fought um, also with all the means that they had. Then be comforted, mm-hmm. Elrond says. There are other powers in the realms that you know not of. Uh, they are hidden from you, and, and they're all basically working together to, to, to fight Mordor. Yep. Um, so, let's see. 
uh, they start talking about the dwarves a little bit and the powers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and what whether whether Balin uh, uh, Balin had found the the ring and, and just you know the the uniting that needs to happen there, you know, with with the dwarves. They need to resist as well. They mm-hmm. need to resist. Um, the desire that's happening in their own hearts. And also talking about the differences in the rings a little bit too. The differences between the, um, the dwarven rings and then also the, the rings that the elves, the three, mm-hmm. right? That they are not made by Sauron, nor did he ever touch them. Yeah. But of them, it is not permitted to speak so much only in this hour of doubt. I may say now they are not idle, but they are not made as weapons of war or conquest. That is not their power. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, he does. He, he talks. Their their purpose was for healing and for, mm, for knowledge and understanding. Yeah. And they can't, even if the One Ring is destroyed. Right. Uh, they don't know if those rings are were a part of that. Is there, there there's yeah. some magic or spell there that would make them not work? Yeah. Uh, if that's not the case, then perhaps they would use them. Yeah. And, and they would. Well, and it's kind of interesting. That's, that's sort of what they're being used for now. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're they're being made for understanding and 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 planning. You know. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. quest. So, yeah. They're doing what they were meant to do. And that was Gloin who was asking that question. Yeah. Who actually was asking, you know, what can we do? Why can't we? There's still the three rings. Yeah. You know, um, although the seven, you know, are kind of lost to, to the dwarves. The yeah. nine have been consumed. But the three, why can't we use those? And so, you know, he gives a good, uh, Elrond gives a good answer and kind of explains, you know, what they can and can't do. So, uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. Actually, did you read this part about, about Glorfindel, his response to, to what Gloin had said? Um, mm-hmm. uh, you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't read it on here. No. Oh, okay. Um, just kind of talking about... Uh, so, saying that they don't really know for certain. Elrond's still kind of explaining w- w- with the Three Rings uh, what would happen. Um, it would be better if the Three Rings had never been. Um, you know, that is his, that is his purpose. Um, and then Gloin goes on to say, you know, but... What then would happen if the ruling ring were destroyed as, mm-hmm. as you counsel? So, um, you know, and uh, Elrond says, we know not for certain. Some hope that the three rings, which Sauron had never touched, would then be, would come free and the rulers might heal the hurts of the world, as I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Glorfindel says, yet all the elves are willing to endure this, uh, th- this chance. So there's a chance that, um, that once the one ring has, has, is gone, that the three will fail. Yeah. And they're, they're willing Sacrifice to that. sacrifice yeah. their rings, yeah, to get this done. Yep. So, all right. Um, let's see here. I think that's we're getting close to the end of the council we are, here, really. And so, you know, um, Aristor just says, "Thus we return once more to the destroying of the ring, and yet we come no nearer." What strength have we for the finding of the fire in which it was made? That is the path of despair, of folly, I would say if the long wisdom of Elrond did not forbid me. So obviously he's saying, you know, we know what we have to do. How are we going to do it? Yeah. Who's going to go? How yeah. are we going to get there? And, and at this point, you've got two of my favorite characters who pop up. <laughs> and one of my favorite uh, uh, stands up and says, very well, very well, Master Elrond. I get your hints. Say no more. <laughs> it's plain enough what you're pointing at. Bilbo, the silly hobbit, started this affair and Bilbo had better finish it or himself. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is kind of funny. Good he's spot very, for comic relief. I too. mean, honestly, though, I think he's being serious. Yeah, you know, and yeah, actually, we talked about this. There's some, there's double meaning there, isn't there? Right. Yeah. He's he's lightening the mood, but also he's saying, sure. Yeah, I'll take it if you need me to. He sees that with. I mean, he sees yeah. that that he is a ring bearer, mm-hmm. and I think he has learned 
that the ring has less of an influence. And they've mm -hmm. already pointed out the hobbits are stronger than they realize. There's a willpower there that's that that uh, far exceeds you know that of, of men. Yeah. You know, and maybe elves. Yeah. In, in, in some regards. And yeah. So, in different ways. You're right. I love yeah. how you know Boromir looked in surprise, but the laughter died on his lips when he saw that all the others regarded the old hobbit with grave respect. Yes. Only glowing smiled, yeah. but his smile came from old memories. memories. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, yes. man. Oh, because, that's so cool. Yeah. Th th this is this is one. I mean, Bilbo <laughs> is like a big deal, guys. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if I've said it enough, but Bilbo's a big deal. And it shows how isolated Boromir has been. Yes. Right. All these other races and these high powers know of Bilbo and hold him in high regard. Yeah. He's like, what the? They're Who's this hobbit? Well, here's the thing. Like, with, with Gondor, they're constantly at war. They're always fighting. They're right. always fighting. Heads I don't think down. they have time for no. to look north or to look no. you know, west and things. No. So, um, so, but anyways, Gandalf kind of sets them straight and says, yeah. ah, it's not your, that's your, 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 your task is over, friend. Yeah. You know, you've, you've, you, the ring has passed on to Frodo. Um, and, and it would actually, and he's, there's a lot of wisdom in what Gandalf says. And if you think about it, for him to take the ring from Frodo, how difficult was it for Bilbo to give it up? Oh, yeah. And we said that he is one of the, he gives it up willingly, willingly right. and, and, and yep. all of this. And that yep. was, and that is what Gandalf said makes all the, the difference, difference. Mm -hmm. that he did it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that he every had other... that power to, to turn it over. Yeah. Could Frodo do that? I don't know. Well, and, and, you, and, and the longer the ring is with him, you know, and it hasn't been with him as long as it's been with Bilbo. No. But uh, it's, it's, it's something. It's so, and it's interesting to see, you know, so, so Bilbo had it longer, but it's almost, you can kind of see, especially what Frodo's about to get into, too, and where he's yeah, been. Yeah. It's been a little more uh, concentrated, I guess, yeah. than what he's had to encounter. But I just, I just thought of this. Until, I mean, I've thought about it before, but it just hit me all of a sudden now. Like, you're talking about how that exchange was the difference. And how mm -hmm. every other time, the ring has changed hands with violence. Yeah. Yep. It is. It, I mean, really. So interesting. Well, and, okay, so... Another thing, could Frodo have done it in a time of peace mm. when, when there was no, when the dark power wasn't seeking it? Right, sure. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, I just kind of think maybe, maybe he could have, but, but he's in a time where basically there's, there's a lot of, um, the, the Dark Lord is seeking the ring. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think also the ring itself is kind of like, you know, um, working against whoever the ring bearer is. Mm -hmm. It might not have been working as much against Bilbo as it is, as it, as it is with Frodo now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that could be a big, a big, a big part there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. So, uh-huh. So. Need some dinner, man. Yeah, it's time for dinner. Missed yeah, the meal. That's for sure. <laughs> Actually, it really is dinner time here. So. I know. <laughs> and I feel like I'm, we have missed lunch. Yeah, we have. Once again. Again, yes. The yeah, book infiltrating our lives. It My does. gosh. So, um, so they're back to the question, you know, um, who are they to be? You know, the, the messengers who are sent with the ring. Um, let's see. I don't know how yeah. to get into that. Did I miss that part? Um, oh, no, you're moved on to, to, to lunch, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. So, um, this, they're, they're kind of just sitting there. Um, no one is, is speaking. Frodo's glancing at all the different faces. You know, um, they were not turned up. The council set with this, the downcast mm -hmm. eyes, you know. Gandalf basically said that Bilbo can't take the ring. Um, and then who? Who is, who is going to take it? Who, who will go with the ring to, to, to destroy it? And no one speaks, you know. And at last, yeah. you know, with an effort, he spoke and wondered to hear his own words as if others will be using his... Uh, some other. Some other, yeah. Will. Some other will. Oh, some other will, was yeah. Was using his small voice. Good, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I will take the ring, he said, though I do not know the way. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, think about times. I, I can remember times, obviously not, not as you know momentous as this occasion, but like I've said something and I've surprised myself. Like, what, did I just say that? Who, yeah. Were those my words? Yeah, like this, this greater cause, that, that will, that it didn't even Gildor talk about, that yeah. smiled, you know, smiling upon their face, that, you know, that, that they ran across the elves when they did way back. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And three is company and, and that same power here. Yeah. Speaking through him, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is Elrond's response to he would not have asked this of Frodo. Yeah. But since he has said what he said, right. he sees great wisdom. And if I understand right all that I've heard, I think that this task is appointed for you, Frodo. Mm-hmm. You know, and that if you do not find a way, no one will. Right. Um, this is the hour of the Shire folk. You know, when they arise from their quiet fields to shake the towers and the councils of the great. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, just super powerful yeah. you know uh, stuff here it's it's a heavy burden uh so heavy that none could lay it on another very true mm-hmm. uh, and actually that's what frodo says the whole way here with his friends mm-hmm. and i think that's the, the realization that creeps on him is that i can't ask anybody else to do this yeah. and he sees that bilbo was willing to step up in things um yeah. and that his time is over and the ring is passed to him he tried to hand it to aragorn mm-hmm. you know as a sildor's bane but right. that's not his right you know um, and this is that point you talked about earlier, too. He says, um, Elrond continues on and says, And though all the mighty elf friends of old, Hador uh, and Hurin and Turin and Baron himself were assembled together, your seat should be among them. That's huge. And then who, who jumps huge. in here? Yeah, Sam. Yeah. But don't send him off alone, surely, Master. <laughs> you know, uh, he's unable to contain himself, right? No, 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 indeed. Uh, you at least shall go with him. It's hardly possible to separate you from him, even when he is summoned to a secret council. And you are not. A nice pickle we've landed ourselves in, Mr. Frodo. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they've decided uh, Frodo is going to take the ring, and yep. we need to destroy it. And Sam's going with him. Sam's going with him. That's yeah. all we know. Yeah. That is all we know right now, friends. So very, And also very different from, uh, from the film, right? The, the, the fellowship is decided at that council, and it's kind of a, yeah. a voluntary thing, and we'll see how that, it's, that's different here in the, yeah. in the, in the book. So. Absolutely awesome. Thank yeah. you for your patience, guys, you know, with us getting through that, that very long chapter. And it's, yeah. a, it's a huge point. It's a huge jumping point, you know, for us going forward. We got some history, some context, and now we'll get back into just trudging along. And those, yeah, the things the that we brought up here, Moria and the other kingdoms and stuff, they will come up again. Yeah. You know, these names will, will, will keep coming up. So it's, it's important that we talk about them. Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's move on to, uh, we've, we've, our cool connections are, are, are yeah. laid in there. Um, time to get to the Bywater Post, my friend. You know? Oh, my. It snowed under. Um, as I'm going to let you... How many do we have to share today? I think we just got this one um, to, to share because we we're going to do our draft. Okay. We have a, we have a decent-sized draft, so I think um, we're just going to share one today, and then we'll okay. get a couple next time. Like it. Um, is it Shanoa? Shona? Shona. Okay. So this is from Shona. Mm-hmm. Um, as in Lane, thank you so much for doing this podcast. I have just recently discovered it, and I'm excited to have... Um, a fellowship with me as I journey through this series again. That's right, you do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my mom instilled a great love for the books in myself and my siblings growing up, and I remember the first time she read these to us. I have been wanting to reread them for a while and am finally making time to get back into them. I honestly feel like a kid again as I did as I dig back into them um, while burying my nose into my book <laughs> during lunch breaks or curling up uh, in my living room. Um, as soon as I'm home, oh, that's great, man. That is awesome. It is actually really cool. You know, as 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 far as the uh, the, the podcast, um, I have an hour commute 
um, each way to work. So you guys have been uh, making me laugh, ponder, and genuinely <laughs> look forward to my drives each day. That's love awesome. Love that. Love it. Um, I also turn, I also in turn have been listening to, oh, wow. I hadn't read this at a time. Wow. <laughs> been listening to Rebel Watch, Swish and Flick due to your plugs for those. Nice. Well, it's good to hear somebody's going from us to Swish and Flick. That's great. That is. I think that happens more they than people realize. They can start to expect that. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. No, but those are two excellent podcasts. I enjoy those two myself. Well, my, yeah, me too. Um, Nerdum runs deep in my family. We're proud of it. Thanks again um, You know, for helping to create this great community. Keep it up. Um, you know, and oh, oh. Uh, from my own... Uh, Eastern Woods of Merkwood in Massachusetts to your Shire in Ohio. Look, you see what's happening, us. Yes. You see what's going on I here. Know. Oh, it's fantastic. just amazing. I actually have one I want to read too. Okay. Uh, real quick. Sorry. It's a message we got in Instagram. It's uh, from Johan Bundelman. He says, Guys, I don't know how to thank you. Your podcast is filling in an empty a, a space for me which has always been empty. I never had people to talk about Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, etc. to listen to you um to listen to you no to listen to you now is really satisfying i'm going through my uh through your podcast in a marathon it is absolutely amazing keep the spirits up best wishes and greetings from germany wow how cool is that yeah so johan that's that's amazing um we, we were talking about that too actually how it's we're we're glad that we um can bring uh fans of Tolkien and of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and all of all things Middle Earth together to be able to talk um, who may may have never had that before may have never yeah. had that community and also how sad it is man that, that that there are places where you know people who have who've not had that up until now yeah you see Goldberry just dance through the can I just tell you guys something Goldberry just danced through the podcast, I just want you to know because you, you're not, you can't always see what's happening. For those of you here. not watching, you can't always see what's happening here. Sometimes you can. For those of you not watching, if you have a Palantir, all right. Oh, but where's ours? She just danced through here with a box of pretzels, cheese-filled pretzels, and peanut a bottle butter. of wine. Yeah, peanut butter-filled pretzels. Okay, cool. No cheese in this house. All right, my bad. Just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> we they look delicious. We're yeah, waiting she's for having dinner. a good time. Right, we're trying to get to dinner. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, anyway, I just, I, I think that I'm thankful for the, the yeah, 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 um, uh, and that you companionship know, and fellowship right. to talk about the books, too. And, and better late than never, you know, so it's, yeah. I'm glad it's happening now, so excellent, thank you for that, for that message, mm-hmm. all right, it's time for, ding, 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 round two of the Fellowship of the Ring, Draft of Doom 2018, <laughs> so last time, if we go to our draft board, um, Ezra, of course, well, let's review first, okay, so, uh, it is is it a dra- it is a draft for a fellowship between the Wizards and Team New Zealand. Yep. Um, you can pick up to nine members, one designated ring bearer, and one optional if you want. You don't have to. Beast of Burden to help you along your way. Yeah. Um, Ezra won with coin toss. toss. He got to have the first overall pick. Um, that was Frodo Baggins, who he nominated as his, or I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, nominated ring, as his ring bearer. Ring bearer. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by my first pick, who was Aragorn. <clears throat> Gandalf followed, or Ezra followed that with Gandalf the Grey. I paired that with Samwise Gamgee, who is my ring bearer. Third overall pick, or the third fi- pick for Ez was Gimli. Uh, third pick for me was Arwen. Fourth pick for Aragorn. Or, gosh, I can't get your name. It's cool, right, man. Dude. It's cool. It's Ezra. This guy nice over here nice picked Legolith fourth. 
And my fourth pick was Dwalin. So yeah. now some again, pretty stellar lineups and recap, forming up here. We're picking our fellowships. You know, we're picking, picking our, our fellowships, fellowships here. Yes. And so once they're off the board, they're off the board, and I can't yeah. pick them anymore. Right. So I can't have uh, Aragorn, so, Samwise, Arwen, or Dwalin. So Ezra is losing is what he's No, I don't me. think so. We're going to let you decide that. We're going to have a poll, and you decide who, who won here. Who has the best fellowship. All right, so the fifth pick going to Ezra. To His moi. fifth pick is going to be who? Uh, well, you asked me too quickly here, my oh. friend. Um, mm. Let's see. Wow, I got my I got, I got my, my my friendship there, which I wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty easy. Um, Pippin. Okay. Yep, I want Pippin. Your your favorite Hobbit. My favorite Hobbit now. That's right, baby. Let me tell you. Okay, so you're really? adding Pippin to your fellowship. Why? Yeah. Um, huh. I think that's a strong fifth pick, honestly. It is. I, I just think it's it's. Uh, Need a little humor, people of intelligence. So one thing that, that I think Frodo needed going forward was his Samwise. You've taken my Samwise, and I think Sam is a great ring bearer, and that's very impressive you picked him. Thank you. Um, but we will need a companion to go with Frodo. Mm. And I think Pippin or Mary, you know, could have could have fit that role and okay. could have helped him, you know, share the load. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Maybe Excellent. not as well as Sam, but you know, it is what it is. I gotta, well, I, I gotta do I gotta do what you know. What I can with what I have. Yeah, you so. do. That's pretty good. That's excellent. Yeah. I uh, I respect that choice. I think it's an excellent choice. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What do you got? My fifth choice is not so easy. No, it's not. Mm, mm, mm. Tough. Actually, my fifth choice I didn't put on here. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do him. I'm not gonna do him. Don't please don't. All right. Well, you can if you want I'm to. I'm gonna I'm gonna stir I'm gonna stir it up. Are you kidding me? Stirring it up. Seriously? Boom. Boom! I'm stirring it up. You just lost. I just picked with my fifth pick, Tom Bombadil. You just lost Tom Bombadil because you know you need people on this quest, my friend, that the ring has no power over. Wow. Great with song. Cheers, yep. Even helps you fall asleep at night. He's better than NyQuil. I'm going with Tom Bombadil. Okay. Boom. I think you've lost, man. We'll let the, we'll let he doesn't the people. He doesn't have a daddy so old. I mean, come on. We'll let the people decide here. I think so. Um, we don't so. know. And also, as can I let you know something? We don't yeah. know what all Tom Bombadil is capable of. Right. Yeah. A powerful yeah. being. Strange, yes. But some would call Gandalf the Grey strange in the same, in the same stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So your number six pick, my friend, um, who are you going for here? Faramir. Yeah, I think I think I, I think I need him because I, I need someone. Uh, wow. Yeah, his just to That's be clear, choice. Boromir is actually still on the board, and I I passed him over. So uh, so are you as are you telling us that? I think the dream. Are you in favor of? Like, do you think it would have been a better fellowship? This is getting way off topic here. Yo, I think if it, Faramir had had come instead of Boromir, like I, was originally planned. I love Boromir. Uh, Faramir, I believe, would have been sent, but what would have happened to the it, fellowship? It was their father, who who I right. think really says, you know, no. It just gets kind of like uh, I I don't know what it was. Yeah. There's a lot to that whole dynamic and relationship, but I think it would have added a lot to the fellowship. Do you think it would have broken in the same way? Well, definitely no. Not I, don't the same way. I don't think it would have broken, broken at, at that all. time. Um, I actually would it have broken at all. Would it have broken at some point? But it wouldn't have been because of uh, of. Hmm. Faramir or whatever. It's just not. It's it's. It could have been many different things because now I have, you know, Legolas and Gimli and, and Gandalf and, and and stuff. So mm. and Pippin mm. and things. So it would be different. Mm. Very different. Mm. 
Excellent. I All like right. it. I like it. Okay, let me see here. Uh, number five pick. Number six pick. Six. Mm. 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 So many good people still on the so board many. here. I know. What do you yeah, I need a wizard in my company. I need a little bit of magic. No way. Radagast the Brown, welcome to Team New Zealand. No way. Bingo, my friend. I am smoking you right now. I love... You didn't think I was going to pick him. I didn't you think wanted, you wanted to pick him up. You thought you could ride until no, pick I eight or nine to pick him up. I actually think a fellowship needs to be balanced. I am shocked that you picked him. Shocked. Because my fellowship wasn't balanced? Is that I what you're saying? I am shocked. I, I'll tell you why I'm going to pick Radagast the Brown. It's because I, too, love birds. I am fascinated by birds. I think they're one of the most amazing, incredible creatures on this planet. They're all amazing. But birds, I've always been drawn to... Um, they fascinate me. A lot of people like have a phobia of birds. I'm not scared of them. I, I got a bird in my house right now, and I would want to tenderly help it out of my house and get it back to where it needed to be. Not so with bats, my friend. Not so with mice. Not so with a lot of other creatures, all right? But birds, I love birds. Okay. Is that enough for you? Yeah. Boy, you've left this wide open for me. Wide open. Okay. This looks, One, two, honestly, three, I'm looking four, at your five, fellowship six. here. It kind of looks like what happened mm. in the in the... In the movie, my friend. Six. You ready? Who is it? Mary Boromir. Whoa. <laughs> you left him up there. You I didn't want him. him up there. I don't want him. Yeah, I do. On my journey. You know what? I do. And you think Faramir and Boromir are going to get together? Together. Get along together? Together. These brothers. They would strengthen each other. They would strengthen one okay. another. I can get behind that. And I, and I think it's, it's the idea that them together, they should have been sent together. Okay. Uh, maybe not sent together, but... On, but Include like I think there should have been a reaching out to, you know. I, I just think he's better with his mm. brother, and since mm. he's still there, you know, I think he's, um, you know, d- definitely a huge asset. Mm. So I like that representing, you know, men. That's right, men of the south. I like that. Okay, wow, this is just getting wild. It's getting difficult. I thought I thought the first few picks would be hard. It's yeah. these last ones. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you made the right choice. Yep. So I've got Aragorn, Samwise Gamgee, who's my ring bearer. Arwen Udamiel, Dwalin, Tom Bombadil, Radagast the Brown. I almost have too much power. And I need to step back. I need to get someone rooted to the earth. I need to get someone who is strong. I need to get someone who is humble and meek. I'm recruiting Farmer Maggot. Wow. Step away from your crops Are for you a second, serious? old man. You're coming on a journey with us. Wow. Farmer Maggot. That's crazy, dude. This is crazy. You're this, you've lost. Okay, it's fine. I'm sorry? Okay. So how many do you have? What a lack of imagination. Two, three, four, That was seven. Six, seven. And I have seven as well. So I'm going for my eighth pick. Right. That's just how it works. (laughs) Is that how it works? Okay. Um, Here we go. Uh, Who else was... uh, Mary? I'm going with Mary. No, 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 no. I've been looking at this for a while. Are you going to get off the board here a little bit? I'm surprised and and I need Glorfindel. Okay, there you go. I think people are disappointed he wasn't your number one pick, but... I'm glad I, I, Glorfindel's getting in there for you. Why? Well, I, I think what it is, I think from, from you know from the position of the council here, as Elrond and the other, these other high elves are looking at this, you piece together what you can, mm-hmm. right? And if there's room left over, you can send someone like Glorfindel and things like that. But but there were the hobbits were important. We mm-hmm. needed the hobbits. So mm-hmm. since some of the hobbits are, you know, you took Sam and things, you've still left one up there for me. I'll probably take him. Um, unless you decide to take him, I'm going to take the hobbits. But why would I, you tell me that before I have my? Oh, next I'm, pick? I'm just saying I, I might. I I'm, would do it out of spite. I no, be, you will. I might be telling you that just to throw you off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope you do take him out of spite. 
I know how you think. I don't want them. So there's also another Hobbit up there I can take. I don't want you. Want Try them. me. I know that without this individual, my task isn't getting... It's not getting completed. Which one? This quest will not be finished without my eighth pick, Gollum Smeagol. In the fellowship? Yes. I need him in my fellowship. So treat him like the elves did in Mirkwood and, and, and try to have him sit on the council and hear all this and say, listen here, you're going to be a part of our... I, it's, it's Do you remember what was happening when... Or what happened, my friend? Yeah. When Smeagol was trusted, when Smeagol was treated with kindness and yes, respect. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what you're saying is bring him to the council. Let yeah. him hear all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, has a, he has a tale to tell too. We right. didn't hear his tale. Right. Uh-huh. No, not a bad idea. Thank you. Um, I win. shocking. I won. But it's not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> it's shocking, but not a bad idea. All right. So, your final pick, dude. I mean, this, is, this says a lot about you. My final pick. Goldberry. Um, no, my final pick. Sarah here. Smith. Yeah, let me think here. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. This is really tough. I'm just looking over the list one last time here. Do you want to do a trade? No, I think I know who I want. I do want Mary. I'll take Mary. Okay, Mary Brandybuck. I just can't believe you left that many players on the board. What a carbon copy of the original. Uh, okay, I'm going for my ninth pick here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What are you gonna do? This is hard, guys. This is really very difficult. Harder than you would think. Harder than you would think. Okay. Made my decision. Boom. They might need to disguise along the way. They might need to change their appearance. They might need to become more than they are now. My ninth pick is going to Tammy Lane. I knew you were going to do something. Tammy Lane is the ninth member of my fellowship. I knew it. All right. So uh, before we pick our beast, you want to pick our beast of burden first, I guess? Um,. Yeah, for me, I mean, I just need a pony. So you're going with Bill. Yeah, I, I don't know you. why. That's I wouldn't. the only pick you made that I wanted. That's at this one, Bill. That's all I need. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to propose a um, I'm going to propose a pick, and I don't know if that'll be allowed or not. I'm going to I'm going to say on consult because he can't be a beast of burden. He would be he would be able to come and go as he wanted. Okay, I want Guai here. Okay, that's fine. Okay, Guai here on consult. Everyone, he does. I know he that does bear he is, them. You know. Right. And need, in I know that he is, need. he's not one to be, yeah. you don't just say, hey, pick me up here, Guayir. He, right. he, he is his own individual, but I'm putting him on consult. Okay. So, guys, the uh, 2018 draft of Doom has been completed. I'm going to go ahead and read. You want to read your team? Uh, yes. Yeah. The yeah. Wizards. So, so, for the Wizards, we have uh, Frodo Baggins, the Ring Bearer, Gandalf the Grey, Gimli, son of Gloin, Legolas Greenleaf, Pippin, uh, Faramir, Boromir, Glorfindel, Mary Brandybuck. Bill the Pony. Okay, so I was razzing you a little bit about that being almost exactly the fellowship that goes on in both the book and the film. Mm-hmm. But you know what? As you read through that and I looked at it, those are some Very. really small changes that make a totally different fellowship. Yeah. And I respect you for that. I, I actually, you might Thanks, actually man. get my vote. Thanks, man. Yes. Thanks. Uh, so for Team New Zealand, you've got Aragorn, Samwise Gamgee, who is my ring bearer, Arwen Dwalin, Tom Bombadil, Radagast the Brown, Farmer Maggot. Gollum, Smeagol. Hopefully more Smeagol than Gollum. And then my uh, ninth pick, who is Tammy Lane. And then Guahir is my consult beast of burden. Let me just say, that is the most bizarre, crazy uh, uh, fellowship assembled I've ever seen. <clears throat> hey, as you know what they said about taking the, uh, taking the ring right into Mordor? Yeah. Bizarre. 
crazy. I know. Stupid. I'm just saying. Unexpected. There's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. The people will decide. Well, it sounds like you got a tone there, man. It sounds like you got a tone towards my fellowship. No, okay. I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised. I think that I would this is a diverse group. I, I think it's one of the most diverse groups you've I, ever I seen. Think the strongest thing that you did is Samwise as your ring bearer. That was huge. Oh, I've got no. I've got a lot of strong things I did. I mean, that might be the I'm only just saying, one. I'm saying that's you the see. strongest one. Pairing Aragorn and Arwen together, bringing Dwalin, a, a, a dwarf hero from the past who's seen adversity and lived through it, bringing on Tom Bombadil, who is oldest and fatherless, to balance them all out, and also to, to show them that you know what, the ring's not such a big deal, guys. Let's take it easy. Let's let's have a song and a nap, okay? Radagast the oh, Brown. Oh, sure. That's who I want on my quest. Radagast the Brown, not taking the ring seriously. Radagast the Brown, who also. I might have, you know, has the ear of my uh, beast consult. Sure. So, that was a go. good pairing. That Whoa. was a good pairing. Thank you. Okay. And then having Farmer Maggot along, another hobbit who's good salt of the earth. And, of course, Smeagol and, unfortunately, Gollum, who's going to help get the job done in the end anyway. Yeah. Um, I think it's I'm set up for success. So Cool. I like 2018 it. 2018 champs. I like it. All that was right. fun, man. That Thank was you. a lot of fun. That was a lot that of fun. That was a lot of fun. Okay. All right. Well, guys, um, thanks so much again for listening. Um, it's time to share the load. Head on over to uh, patreon.com forward slash uptalkingtolkien. We've got some cool stuff there for you. We've mentioned the t-shirts, the exclusive podcast, um, some of Lane's artwork coming out in, in uh, swag bags every six months, things like that. It helps us out. We have goals on there, mm-hmm. uh, axe throwing competition, archery, possibly traveling to sea. We're trying to find the fellowship. We're trying to yeah. get to, you know, I don't know if we'll be able to make it to all of the nine uh, original members of the fellowship, but we'd like to go to cons and comic cons and yeah. try to run across some of these people. So that would help us uh, achieve that goal. Um, you know, and just lots of different things of that cool we want to do. So to come, we want to give friend. it back to you. So that's right. All right. I think it's time for our weekly well wishes, formerly Fortnite farewells. We want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next episode, we'll be digging into chapter 15 or chapter 3 of book 2. The ring goes south. Mm -hmm. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Like us. Write a review. And let me pause for a second. Writing a review is a big deal. And I really... It does really help the podcast. As, as uh, so, if you guys could go do that, if you're new listeners uh, and you want to go rest review on uh, on iTunes, it really does help. So, yes. thank you very much to those of you who have, um, or leave a comment, or send us a shadow facts. We'll see you ooh, in a week. In a week, man, I just can't get over saying a fortnight. And remember, Frodo lives. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.